The lights are bright in Alumni Gym, and the stage is set for some women's college hoops. Welcome to tonight's broadcast of Ryder Women's Basketball, live on WRRC2. Before we get underway, let's preview tonight's game and turn the mic over to Owen McCarran, Ben Chanel, and Jared Brito for the Brock Basketball pregame show, only on 1077 The Bronx Retro. Regular season finale exclusively on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRC2. I'm Jared Brito here alongside Owen McCarran, Ben Chenault, and we've got Ryder Bronx versus Maris Red Foxes today at the Alumni Gym. Fellas, how are we feeling? feeling pretty good today. Uh, I'm kind of liking our chances of this game so far. I mean, the last time we played Maris, we did happen to beat them. It was a pretty good game overall. I mean, and Ryder bouncing off of a very hungry streak right now after that last old Manhattan game they had where it just a devastating loss, and all you want to do is go out there and compete. So, how do they come out on their senior day hungry and ready to go? You know, yeah, I totally agree with you. This is a big game season finale. It looks like we might play Maris in the MAC tournament, uh, according to GoBronx.com. So, um, this is a great game to scout out your competition and also, you know, you know, win the game to cement yourself. Um, yeah. Uh, as a, you know, a scary opponent to Marist. Absolutely, and it's going to be a tough one because like we were talking about before this broadcast started, Marist actually just beat the number one team in the MAC by yes. 10 just yeah. two days ago. So so you can tell that Marist is definitely on a bit of a hot streak right now. Probably got a lot on their minds, a lot of good things too. There's no way that they're coming to this game thinking that, you know, they aren't capable of beating anybody right now. And Ryder has to be able to shut that mindset down. It's going to be tough. When you beat a team on an 18 streak, I mean, you're going to come to your game with a lot of energy. But, again, Ryder's done it before. I think they can do it yep. again. Absolutely. You know, that Iona team, you're talking about a team that basically, no matter what, is almost guaranteed a spot in the NCAA tournament. So to beat them by 10 is no tough task. Yes. I mean, it's, it's, it's honestly ridiculous. Um, the two players we got to watch out for on Marist are Zaria Shazer, who dropped 22 against Iona, yes. and then also Kiara Fisher, who had 17. Two good players right there. And, you know, Ben, you always talk about it. And I love how you mention it. Bronx do a good job shutting down the best player. Gonna need that today, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I totally agree. Um, both of these players, you know, they're, they're good fundamentally. They could do whatever you want to on the offensive side of the ball as well as the defensive side of the ball. But, you know, as I always say, the Bronx just control one of those players, and the rest will speak for themselves and just... Don't let them take over the game. Get on them, get on them early. Um, we didn't see that last outing. You know, we let Dee Dee Davis, you know, do what Dee Dee Davis usually did. And we just let the offense run through her. We just got to stop that. We got to put defenders in front of them. We got to put hands in the face. And you'll see a, a pretty positive outcome in the box score if we do that. Yeah, definitely. If you actually look at the numbers, you'll see that Ryder outscores Maris in every category right now. But where I think a lot of our step-off is, is on that defensive end. I mean, you look at the rebounding uh, rebounds per game for both teams. In the last, I think every team actually has, except St. Peter's, has a better rebounding percentage than us in the MAC. So it is one of those things that if, if we can't learn to fix it, the more games we play, that's going to eat away at us, and we're gonna, you know, we're not gonna be able to win more games after that. So defensively, I think today will 100% be a challenge. It's gonna be a good wake-up call for Ryder to make sure that they are bringing their best stuff to the court today. Absolutely, yeah. You saw Manhattan almost out-rebound us double, which was just, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. cannot happen. Um, what, something I'm really looking forward to today is to see how Coach Milligan fixes those offensive inconsistencies. Yes. You know, we saw us really finish out that first half terribly against Manhattan. You know, that cannot happen. I think today yes. we got to focus on finishing that first half out strong and having something to build on coming into that third quarter. Yeah, I totally agree. The Bronx, you know, in that they were tied 11-11 after the first period, and then they only dropped seven points in the second period. Um, and, yeah, Coach Milligan said if they, if they did what they needed to do in the second period, this, that would be a totally different ball game. 
Um, and going back to rebounding, um, it looks like uh, Maeve Donnelly, like the six foot five center for the Red Foxes, yeah, right. she might be out with an injury. So, you well, know. might be. She's on crutches. You know, you, th those could be like false crutches. Nobody um, sandbags in the Mac. Little little mind games going yeah, on. You never, yeah, you never know. So you know. Nobody sandbags that crazy. It's, you know, it's not good to have her out of the game. You know. You know no, without doubt. But to our play. advantage, but that may it's be to it. our advantage not having a six foot five center Roman to paint and grabbing all the boards. Yeah, without a doubt, especially with the state that we've uh, found out Victoria Toomey is in recently. You know, here on the coach show, we did talk a little bit about her. I mean, we do have some height down in the paint. If you want to talk about Sophia Bruges, Victoria Toomey. You know, Rafael, Rafael Tucson was just her aggressiveness and sheer, like, power. But it would definitely be a challenge if we had to deal with a 6-5 center yes. down in the paint there. So, But, again, today, defensively, if Victoria Toomey isn't bringing her best stuff, and, you know, with a lack of minutes we saw her in Manhattan, I can only hope that she does come out awake and ready to go this game and puts on her best stuff, gets the rebounds, does what she usually does, attacks the rim, and gets buckets for us, really. Yeah, absolutely. I really want to see how Coach Milligan plays to matchups today. I think that's going to be a big thing to see right here. You know, we got the last game of the season. You know, it's an important one, you know, still seeding uh, stipulations here. But, you know, it's also good to see, like, get an idea of what you're going to be doing coming Tuesday in the MAC tournament. You know, got to figure out some stuff here, maybe some rotational minutes. Interested to see what goes on here today. Yeah, definitely. And, I mean, we, we've seen a lot of different defensive schemes from Ryder here. You know, on the more uh, aggressive side, we'll, you know, run up and try to trap the ball. But we, we haven't seen that in a, in, a, in a long time from Ryder. So I, I am, again, very curious to see what their approach is with MAC being right around the corner starting on Tuesday for them. I think today's the game where if there are any issues left, if there's any scratches that you got to heal, you heal them now, you get rid of them now, fix the problems this game, go out there, execute, and you want to, you know, obviously end on the right foot to go into Mac play on Tuesday. And again, now, you know, if we're going to be talking about Mount play, uh, not Mount play, sorry, Mac play, I'm looking at the teams here. Uh, there was a chance that we played Mount St. Mary's and Kinesis, depending on if we had beat Manhattan, but because of that, and we're not winning against Manhattan. It looks like we're actually locked into play Marist again. So, okay. again, I think this game is very big. Yes. This is huge here. You know, if you do go 2-0 to Marist right now, you know, they're going to come back hungry in that third game. That's that's pretty threatening to see, especially when we've already mentioned they beat the top team in the MAC on an 18 win streak right now. I don't think you want to send them down 2-0 because you might give them a little bit too much momentum, a little bit too much to, you know, a little, a little bit too much inspiration to want to win that third game. Yeah, absolutely. I think something that's going to be interesting to see here, too, is, you know, if you're almost guaranteed to play a team back-to-back, -back, you know, obviously you're trying to win every game. But do you show them everything you got right now and then, you know, reveal yeah. yourself in that MAC tournament? I think it's going to be interesting to yeah, see what Coach Milligan play. does in this one. Yeah, it is interesting. You know, we see in a lot of sports, you know, the last game of the season, right before the postseason, we sometimes tend to see the coaches, you know, ease off the starters a bit. You don't want to have any late-season injuries. But I think this will be different this time around just because these two teams are playing each other in the MAC tournament. And they're going to want to show each other what they got, um, which will allow both teams to scout uh, each other pretty well. Yeah. Else? Oh, no, I'm sorry, Gore. Yeah, I also want to mention, I don't know if we mentioned it yet, but Kiara Fisher is also a player on Maris that yes. we should look out for as well. She's She strikes me as like a, a D.D. Davis prototype, you know, five foot seven, um, probably real quick to the paint. Um, can get the open shot with just the pure speed. So yeah, she was one of the people that actually contributed majorly yes. to that win against Iona mm -hmm. the other day. Ben, I, I know you know more about that. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, Kiara Fisher definitely a, a name to look out for um, as a threat for the Bronx up in this game. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. One thing I really want to see, too, and this is just more individual-based uh, take right here, I want to see Amanda Mulvey's aggressiveness again. Yes. Yes. I saw a little bit of that in Manhattan in that second uh, half, and I want to see so much more of that. You know, she was knocking down threes with confidence. You know, I love to see that. Obviously, we love her playmaking, love yes. her dishing out dimes, but let's get a good mix of both for Mobley. Yeah, but again, when, you, when, our, when our players shoot confidently, specifically Mobley, she is one of those players that can rack up points. Yep. I mean, we've seen her done it, do it in a lot of games here. I think recently she has been taking her foot off the pedal a little bit. Obviously, we saw her having a bit of a cold start. Yeah. But, you know, with it being senior day, last day in alumni gym, oh, my God, I might cry. I know. It's, <laughs> I you know. know. Today's the day to show out. She's looking comfortable out there, looking fun. So, you know, again, hope she has a really good game today and just puts on a show for everyone that came out to watch. Absolutely. Well, we're just about to get right into this game. But let's see what Coach Milligan has to say on the Coach's Show. We'll be right back with more. Rider Women's Basketball exclusively on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. 1077 The Bronx and 1077 The Bronx Retro's campus traditions are underwritten by Sky Zone Hamilton. 17 Quaker Bridge Plaza Drive, Hamilton. Jump into the action at Sky Zone, the perfect place for spontaneous fun, parties, and events for people of all ages. Whether you're 4 or 40, Sky Zone has something for you. Parents, bring your growing kids to the brand new Little Ninja or Little Leapers program Sunday from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. or leave the kids at home and bring your friends for the showdown of a lifetime. Ultimate Dodgeball. At Sky Zone, everyone is free to have fun like a little kid. With 12 different attractions and specialized programs, SkyZone has thought of it all to provide you with the most stress-relieving experience ever. Play to your strengths. Try SkyZone's Air Court, Parkour Blocks, Ninja Warrior Course, Free Jump, and more. The best part? Everyone is welcome. Glow all out every Friday and Saturday night at Glow with Laser Lights, Glow Lights, and a live DJ. For more information and to learn more about SkyZone Hamilton, Mercer County's premier indoor entertainment and recreation facility, it's skyzone.com forward slash Hamilton. The Bronx Lunchbox and other programming on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by More Than Q. Route 1 North, Princeton. Offering new twists and barbecue fusions to match and satisfy your modern cravings. Their devotion to their craft is what makes the perfect smoky meat and being sticklers for the perfect pairing. More Than Q has crafted homemade sauces to amplify your dining experience. Give your food more TLC with sauces like Carolina, Kansas City Sweet Belly, South Carolina mustard and alabama white all bottled in-house add that to the perfect southern side and get a taste of texas cooking in princeton they have meat cooked by the pound sandwiches salads sides and desserts more than q bringing more to your barbecue to find out more about more than q it's getforky.com that's getforky.com under restaurants more than q texas style barbecue in princeton it's almost time for the opening tip-off. Before we get underway on the hardwood, let's go outside the lines and outside the locker room of your Ryder University Lady Bronx. This, this is the Women's Basketball, Basketball Coaches Clipboard featuring Ryder Head Coach Lynn Milligan. Hi, everybody. We are back today with another Women's Basketball Coaches Clipboard, and we are joined by Coach Milligan. Guys, how we doing? Feeling pretty good today. Ben, Excellent. how are you? No complaints. Great. Good. If you just want to take it right away, Ben, we got the Marist game coming up tomorrow. So mm -hmm. All Let's right. do it. So uh, the Bronx stayed with the Jaspers for the first period and then kind of struggled in the second period. So can you try to walk us through what happened in that second period? Um, well, obviously, I thought the first quarter was a great quarter, 11-11. Mm -hmm. I thought yes. both teams played solid defense. Um, you know, I thought we were in, in a pretty good flow. The second quarter, I mean, we really, it was self-inflicted wounds. I mean, we just, we had those turnovers, um, but they were live ball turnovers. So we gave up probably 10 points. Um just on our own mistakes, you know, and we felt like we were defending them pretty well in the half court. 
Um, you know, but we didn't make them earn many points in that second quarter, so that really hurt us. And then obviously we were playing catch up from that point on. Um, you know, even the second half, pretty much an even game, but we had mm-hmm. you know dug ourselves too deep of a hole in that second quarter. Yeah, and we had mentioned it during the post game show when you had uh, thankfully came over, and we mentioned that Schiffer and Michaela Fireball are starting to heat up at the right times. Yeah. So as we move into tournament play here, what's mm-hmm. the approach? Is it going to be more outside the arc, or like what's the shooting approach? Well, I really like it to still continue to be inside out. You know, obviously Raffi and Vic didn't have um, great performances last night, but. If, um, you know, Michaela and Jessica can continue to grow and, and find their consistency level and we can, you know, hopefully chalk up last night is just a bad night for the two of them, um, you know, then you've got pretty much four legitimate threats on the floor at the same time with a point guard that wants to get people shots. So that's, you know, hopefully the formula that we can go into tomorrow with and then beyond in the Mac tournament. So, yeah, staying on Victoria Toomey, uh, she only played 25 minutes. So was that because, yeah. you know, the Jaspers are figuring her out or like foul trouble, load management? No, you know, actually, you know, Vic was a little under the weather all week, so she didn't get okay. a ton of practice time this week. Um, you know, so just, you know, I, I don't think she was 100%. Gotcha. You know, I thought she gave us what she could give us last night, um, you know, which defensively I was fine with. Offensively, she just wasn't in a groove. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we went a little bit smaller at times and, and you know, to see if we could, you know, kind of, hold steady without an inside presence. Yeah, and kind of staying on the course of the, you know, seeing the floor, Rafaela Toussaint also kind of played less minutes than we yeah. usually see her. So is this kind of yeah. the same reasoning? Yeah, I mean, like I said, it just, you know, for probably for a lot of different reasons, just, just wasn't a good night for Vic and Rafi. And obviously with what they've been doing over the last couple weeks, um, that's going to hurt us. No matter how good Jess and Mick are shooting, um, we need the inside presence and the outside presence. We can't allow people to guard you know, the inside and then we have to rely on the outside or guard the outside and we have to rely on the inside. We really need that balance finishing up the season. So uh, turning the heads to Maris, she's mm-hmm. com- they're coming off a very good win against yeah. Iona. Mm-hmm. Um, so how do you attempt to control a team coming off such a huge win? Well, um, I mean, I, I think it's really at this time of the year, it's really about what we're going to do. Um, yes. We know what Maris is going to do. Um, We know how they like to run their offense. We know they're going to play their half-court man. We know they're going to run their five-out motion. We know they're going to run their ball screen um, series. So it's really about us. You know, it's about how are we going to execute. We defended them fairly well up there earlier in the season. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're going to have to do that again. We're going to have to obviously step up and make shots. They're absolutely going to pinch down on our post players. There's no question. So Jess and Mick are going to definitely get open looks tomorrow. Um, You know, and and I think we've just got to come in and, and play good basketball. Yeah, and actually looking forward to the Maris game, I mean, Zariah Shazer is one mm-hmm. of the top scorers in the MAC this year. Yeah. So what is her game looking like, and how are you guys going to plan around that? Yeah, she's a really versatile post. You know, she's had a really good year. She's very um, – she's athletic, she's quick, but she's got some guard skills. Um, and playing their five, I mean, she tends to be going against normally maybe bigger, slower players um, and has done a really good job with her power actions from the elbow. Like, she can get to the rim. So she'll be a challenge for us, particularly when she's playing the five. Um, you know, I think that's something that we've got to be aware of. Um, you know, if she's going up against, you know, Vic and Sue and those guys, that we make sure that we stay in front of her and limit her touches. So uh, surprisingly, Marist is like, uh, you know, bottom half of the mm-hmm. Mac and scoring, which yeah. kind of surprised me. So mm-hmm. what's the defensive game plan for tomorrow? Well, again, I think it's recognizing, you know, they've got two legitimate scores. Yes. You know, with Shazar and Fisher, those are they've they're pretty 
I mean, if you go through the one-two punches in the conference, I mean, they're they're mm-hmm. as good as anybody. Um, so really, it's it's trying to um, limit the touches for Shazar inside, and then Fisher has the ball in her hands a lot. So really, trying to keep her flat, keep her out of the paint, and okay. not give her any open threes. Yeah, and you know we were just talking about Shazer as well, and uh, you just mentioned Fisher as well. So mm-hmm. I'm just curious because we like to mention a lot. You guys are able to shut down some of the best players. So what's the approach now, yeah. having to spread out to two of their best shooters? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's going to have to be, you know, obviously by committee. Um, if we're switching screens and things like that, so it's it's knowing how Fisher likes to score, how Shazer likes to score. Um, she can extend her game a little bit. So our post players have to come out of the paint a little bit. Um, but really trying to make those entry passes to Shazar tough, and then, like I said, just keeping Fisher out of the paint and making her uncomfortable. So, well, you mentioned earlier about um, you know controlling Maris mm-hmm. offensively. Um, yeah. So, uh, can you walk us through in more detail about what the team exactly did to obtain that win last time we played Maris? Well, I think we were we were very <clears throat> good defensively, particularly on their ball screen stuff. Gotcha. Um, I think we did a really good job on that. We defended the perimeter well. Mm-hmm. Um, and we executed offense, you know, and, and Marist is a very good defensive team. They always have been. Um, they're very good at knowing their personnel. They're very a very good scout team. So it's really trying to be one step ahead and saying, okay, if they take this look away, and they will take your first look away, understanding that the second and third look are the ones that we're going to get and not forcing the first look. And I thought we did a really good job up there on that. Uh, yeah, and I'm just very uh, curious pretty quickly right here. Um, when you played defense or, you know, what was the defensive scheme? Was it zone or more man when you played them last? We mixed it up. We mixed it up. You know, they had one of their better shooters, actually, that didn't play. She'll be playing tomorrow, so we'll see how um, how much we mix it up. We were probably 50-50 up there. It might be 75-25 tomorrow. Um, Kendall Crick's a fifth-year senior playing really well and, and is an excellent shooter in this league for the last five years. So we've got to be very conscious of where she is on the floor this time. Yeah, and just to close it out, what is it that one aspect that the Bronx can do to shut down Maris tomorrow? Yeah, I mean, it's it's really going to be our defensive intensity, which we will have, but the big, the big challenge... That this time of year is you've got to have it for all 40 minutes. You know, we've got to make sure that we are locked in on the defensive game plan and we don't have, you know, the the my bads, you know, that we remember what we're doing, why we're doing it, and take away their their favorite looks and keep them uncomfortable and off balance. Yeah, and I think that's a really good mm-hmm. answer. Uh, that's going to wrap mm-hmm. up this coach's show. Uh, coach Moon, we can't wait to be there with you tomorrow. Ben? Awesome. Yeah, yeah going to be seeing you there yeah. tomorrow. Programming on 107.7 The Bronx and 107.7 The Bronx Retro is underwritten in part by Tropical Smoothie Cafe, Nassau Park, Princeton. What better way to cool off than with a refreshing drink from Tropical Smoothie Cafe? Made with only the freshest fruits and veggies, Tropical Smoothie Cafe in Princeton will always hit the spot. Start or end your day with a classic flavor like Sunrise, Sunset, or Island Green. Tropical Smoothie Cafe's impressive menu keeps it fun and flavorful with flatbreads, wraps, quesadillas, bowls, salads, and sides tailored to your taste. Dine in, take out, or order in. For the whole crowd with catering services at tropicalsmoothiecafe.com and online orders using the Tropical Rewards app. Experience Tropical Smoothie Cafe not only for the amazing food and refreshing drinks, but also for the relaxing atmosphere, hospitality, and tropical fun. The closest Tropical Smoothie Cafe to Ryder University University is at 645 Nassau Park Boulevard in Princeton. Get a taste of healthy happiness at Tropical Smoothie Cafe. 
Lawrence High School football and baseball on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Bocelli Pizza. 2098 Brunswick Avenue, Lawrenceville. As a business that began with the American dream, Bocelli Pizza is constantly raising the bar with their signature old family recipes and garlic sauces that feel like a home-cooked meal. Known for their crispy cupping pepperoni, one-of-a-kind Bocelli rolls, and artisan pizzas, Bocelli Pizza screams delicious. Their menu is bursting with your favorite dishes, including pasta, baked wings, fresh salads, subs, stromboli, breadsticks, and desserts. With a diverse menu sporting gluten-free crust, they have options for your whole family. But if you can't make the trip, don't sweat it. Their catering and delivery services are ready to provide you the Bocelli experience. For more information on how you can receive 20% off your first order online, it's VocelliPizza.com. That's VocelliPizza.com. For the perfect pie and savory sides, dig into Vocelli Pizza at their only Mercer County location, 2098 Brunswick Avenue, Lawrenceville. Bocelli Pizza. Pizza Ryder done basketball, right. basketball, the best damn sports report and other programming on 1077 The Bronx and 1077 The Bronx Retro is underwritten in part by B2 Bistro and Bar, where fresh local meets casual cool. And when they say fresh local that meets casual cool, they aren't kidding. Step inside any of B2 Bistro's six locations to experience a five-star seasonal menu featuring a raw bar, shareables, handhelds, and large plates that are simply to die for. B2 Bistro is well-known from Bayville to North Brunswick, Red Bank to Point Pleasant Beach, and Tom's River to West Ready PA for their wood-fired pizzas, award-winning burgers, fresh sushi, oysters, clams, plus craft beers and cocktails. Everything on B2 Bistro's menu hits the spot because it's the perfect spot for date nights, family night out, celebrations, events, and more. Outdoor seating is also available. See what really happens when fresh local meets casual cool at B2 Bistro and Bar. Now with six locations, including Bayville. To learn more about B2 Bistro and to view their menus online, it's b2bistro.com. The Bronx Lunchbox and other programming on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by PJ's Pancake House. With locations in Lawrenceville, West Windsor, Robbinsville, Ewing, Kingston, and Princeton. PJ's is the hot spot for all things breakfast. They've been committed to bringing you the best pancakes since 1962. But if you thought that was all PJ's had to offer, well, they're not just breakfast anymore. Along with a carefully curated breakfast menu available all day, PJ's Pancake House has expanded the menu to include lunch and dinner. Grab a drink, order lunch or dinner, and even a dessert from the ever-expanding menu, including artisan flatbreads, sliders, Texas toast, grilled cheese, tacos, and dinner classics. The next time you pop into PJ's, try 1077 The Bronx Bowls and tell us what you think, because proceeds benefit us. And PJ's Pancake House just keeps growing. Check out PJ's seventh location coming soon to Hamilton. Start your day with breakfast, then end your day with happy hour and dinner at the perfect pancake place, featuring comfort foods for the whole family. PJ's Pancake House, more than pancakes. To see their menu online, it's getforky.com. The national anthem has concluded, and the ladies are taking their place on the court. Welcome to your home for Ryder Women's Basketball, right here on WRRC2. Ryder Women's Basketball on 1077 The Bronx Retro is presented by B2 Bistro and Bar, where fresh local meets casual cool. For more information and to view their menu, go to b2bistro.com. Hurry, there's not a moment to lose. Grab a seat and turn your volume up as we transition back to Owen McCarron, Ben Chanel, and Jared Brito for today's game, exclusively on 1077 The Bronx Retro. In the Ryder Women's Basketball, only on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. The national anthem has concluded. 
And the senior ceremony has concluded as well at here at Alumni Gym. We got looks like Mobley, Hyacinth, Damaro, and Eckerstead were honored. Yeah, I mean, we I feel kind of bad because we didn't really get to see much of Eckerstead throughout this season. And tomorrow, yeah. And tomorrow, yeah. But mm -hmm. I feel like they each had their own effect that we were able to see throughout the season going yep. on. I mean, I'm going to save the best one for last, obviously, Amanda Mobley. But just one on the line well. there, I mean, uh, you know, from what we see out of Sophie tomorrow, there's a lot of commitment to this team right now. Yeah. I mean, she really is the team high man. I don't think there's a game where I haven't been able to see her jumping up on the line and whatnot. That is true. That is she really true. is just one of those players that her heart and soul into keeping this team on her back you know in terms of energy keeping the energy up you know certain games it is a little hard on you know i'm not going to call out the manhattan game but i will it's a little hard to keep your energy up yeah but, uh, the thing about sophie tomorrow is she, she's got that personality you know she can really get this team up and running off the ground right there That's when they right. need that type of energy yeah absolutely uh speaking of that one thing i saw during the manhattan game is obviously we all know dd davis hits that big half court shot it's that's just demoralizing for any team but as the emotions were a little bit down for the team, you saw Sophia DeMauro hyping up the team a little bit, trying to get them mm -hmm. out of that funk. You'd love yeah, to see that from a teammate. Right. You know what, nobody wants to do that. It's a tough spot, but you know, it's important that somebody can, and I think Sophia DeMauro fits that role absolutely perfectly. She definitely is going to be one of those players that's hard to lose on this team right now. Now, moving on here, now we got Maya Hyacinth. She's one of those players that we talk about quite a lot when we do see her get her minutes here and there. Just the sheer speed and just the, the, I don't know, the sheer technicality of Maya Hyacinth and how she moves and how she plays. I mean, we, we love talking about how we think she's just a, a, an amazing defensive and offensive threat. Actually, in a lot of the games where we've known that there would be a very quick guard or um, just a, a smaller person on their team who was quick and could hit the paint, we always said, you know what, Maya Hyacinth is a great matchup. Yep. She is quick. And from the start of the season, when she had that brace on her leg and we were doubting it, she really did prove us wrong. I mean, she That's proved right. to be a pretty good scorer and she would be very quick on the ball as well. So. A lot of pops to Maya Hyacinth, again, going to be one of those plays that we're going to miss having to lose. And now finally, PG1. Oh, no. Amanda Mobley. Yeah, I was talking about, like, during the ceremony, I was thinking if the team might look into retiring Amanda Mobley's number. You know, second all-time in a, an assist. Like, she's she spent five, six years in a rider uniform. I mean, she won a championship. I would imagine she's probably up there in points, I would assume. Minutes played, games played. Um, so yeah, just a, a stellar leader on the court. We don't go to practices, but I imagine she's the one, you know, talking to the team. Um, we saw, like, in Manhattan when they were down, and Coach Milligan was talking with her coaching staff. Amanda Mobley was the one taking charge in the huddle. So, I mean, I can only imagine the wise words that she has to say after five to six years of great basketball here at Ryder. Yeah, absolutely. You look up the word leader in the dictionary, it's Amanda Mobley's face right next to it. Yeah. It's number three. She's everything you want in a player. Um, incredibly nice, too. Always has a big smile on her face. That's always right. comes and says what's up to us, too. Yeah, one of the only Ryder <laughs> basketball players. <laughs> That's all right, you know. And that's why we love her so much. <laughs> but, yeah, it's going to be very sad to see her go. But uh, we know yeah. she's on to big things in the future as well. Perhaps a career in coaching? Yeah we, yeah, we talked about it like a couple weeks ago. We are like, you know, as the season's wrapping up, is Amanda Mobley considering being a coaching staff? Um, but it looks like she does have a degree in criminal justice, I believe. Very nice. That's awesome. So, I mean, if, if we ever have to go to court, you know, I want Amanda Mobley as my lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I think she would definitely do me right, but... 
One thing that you do mention, Ben, is her always at the start of the huddle. And I just want to point out again how much of a leader that makes Amanda Mobley. I mean, every huddle when we go to a timeout here on the court, who is the first teammate to sit in that front chair and speak up? Amanda Mobley. Yep. She always knows what she's doing. She knows what she's talking about. Again, a great shooter when she wants to be an amazing passer, a really good play facilitator. Every responsibility she has on the court, she's capable of doing amazingly. Yep. And we've seen it been done before from her. So again, I'm really hoping that they all come out and put on an amazing game for us today. And to Amanda Mobley, just a really stellar season to her. A very important loss to this team right now. I think, you know, without Amanda Mobley, you do lose a bit of that heart of the team you that do. we were talking about earlier. Definitely. So, yeah, it may not matter if she's the most hype on the team, but she just, she's got that coaching and leadership effect that it's going to be very hard to, you know, function as a team without her next year. Absolutely. Something you mentioned, uh, Ben actually mentioned it. Uh, right before the pregame is that Maya Heisman getting a start today over Jessica Schiffer. Yes. So uh, I'm not too sure of the, the reasoning behind it just because Schiffer was like red hot against Manhattan, red hot against Mount St. Mary's. Yeah, maybe like I think know, that's the reason. The last, yeah. last game of the season, maybe Coach Megan's like, you know, let's give it, let's give the start to Maya Heisman. Yeah, because yeah. I think uh, Schiffer is staying with us, if I'm yes. not mistaken, right? Tubi, so this, this is to me yeah. Schiffer appear to be doing another year. Yeah, so I think you know this is Maya Heisman's last game in the Lone Night so, Gymnasium. Yeah. Give it a start. Why not? I mean, she's not bad. She's she's amazing. She's yeah. A very Maya good defender. She bad. can she can drive to the basket, get an easy bucket, and maybe sometimes even pull that three. Exactly. I think she's one of those players that if you're an opposing team, you see her into the game. You're like, oh, come on, man, because she's just an incredible defender. Yes. Will not give you any space on that court. Mm. Yeah, she really is one of those quicker and more dangerous players. Again, with that brace on, it actually is quite impressive how fast she I know, moves yeah. around the court. Imagine what she could do without the brace. I mean. <laughs> yeah, imagine. We're just seconds away right here. We see Maris taking the court early. Bronx still huddling. Amanda Mobley doing the signature shoe tie one last time. <laughs> signature shoe tie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she does do that a lot. She got to invest in some Velcro. <laughs> As it's looking like, I'm not sure who's going to take the tip here for Marist. It's looking like it might be Morgan Tompkins. A little bit of a height mismatch there. Yeah, well, see she's got some out. jumps. It work out in the favor of the Bronx here. Yeah, let's see right here. Just about to tip off regular season finale in the Lumini Gymnasium. And the Bronx win the tip. Kayla Fireball has possession. We'll hand it off to... PG1, Amanda Mobley. There we go. The last game in the Lumini Gymnasium. Dishes it off to Maya Hysynth. Also, also last game here. Fireball now. Dishing to Toussaint. Top of the key. Back to Mobley. Right wing. Mobley to Toussaint. Toussaint thought about pulling Instead holds it down. Fireball off the screen. Ten seconds on the shot clock. Dishes to Toussaint. Toussaint up with the layup. No good. Gets the board. Yeah. Back up. Count it. First points. Back playing there by Toussaint. <laughs> And that's that rebounding that we're going to be talking about. Ready to go get it and just go right back to the rim there. And now we see that dangerous Kiara Fisher who had a big game against Iona. Dishing it to number 33, Kendall Crick. Yeah, you're not going to want to let her get hot this game. And now that's Morgan Tompkins with the ball. Right now we see Katie Cunningham, her first touch. Dishing it to the amazing Shazer with a three and it's off. Rebound to me. Got to watch out for Zaria Shazer as Mobley's bringing up the ball. First minute down. Bronx up 2-0. You see Fireball near that left wing. That's Hyacinth, her first touch. Mobley, three-pointer up from the right wing. Bang! There she is. Shoot with confidence. Amanda Mobley, baby. First Why are they leaving her open? Why are they leaving her open? Cannot leave her open now. Kiara Fisher bringing up the ball, trying to respond and get the first points of the game for Marist. Ball currently at the left wing. That's number 30, Tompkins. Zaria Shazer with the ball, top of the key, dishing it. 
to Fisher. Fisher to Shazer, tough layup is off. Shazer gets her own rebound, puts it in. Yeah, that one's tough right there, but you, you don't want to try your hardest to go up and just come down with that one instead of trying to whack it away. Absolutely, now it's a 5-2 ball game. 8-12 to go here in this first. Mobley bringing up the ball. Toomey with her first touch to Toussaint. Now Mobley left wing, dishing it down low to Toomey. Great grab. Toomey trying to go up with it, and it's going to be a jump ball. Great defensive stop by Zarya Shazer. Yeah, a lot of off-ball movement there on that play. It's a good pass down to Toomey. Just the same, she was a little bit too far under the net there. Couldn't really get a good look on the basket. Two minutes down here in the Lumina Gymnasium. 5-2 ball game, Bronx leading. You see Fisher with the ball bringing it up. She'll dish that too quick. Quick working around a Shazer screen. Right now it's number 30. Morgan Tompkins oh. driving up reverse layup is off. Toussaint fighting for the board and knocks it to Maya Hyacinth. And now Maya Hyacinth will bring it up and dish it to Fireball. That was kind of a dirty reverse layup almost. That was very nice. A really good baseline play. I mean, she just took off. Toussaint now with the ball guarded by Cunningham. Dishes it to Toomey. Shazer guarding. Mobley now. That's Tompkins stepping up on her. Mobley driving in right now. Great pass to Toomey down low. Back out to Toussaint. Now to Hyacinth. Hyacinth thought about pulling it. Doesn't. Shot clock winding down. Hyacinth three is oh, off. Rebound oh. Fisher. And now we see Fisher pushing that tempo a little bit. Dishing it down low. Off balance pass was fired over here. Almost took my head off. Oh my god. <laughs> and it'll be Bronx ball. Yeah, we're in a bad play down there on the uh, offensive end right there. Just probably didn't realize the you know, clock's running down. Not a bad shot for Maya Hyacinth. Would have loved to see her yeah. get her first three of the game right there as well. Absolutely. As now the Bronx will slow things down a little bit. 7.07 to go here in this first 5-2. Mobley calling a play for the Bronx. Will dish it to Toomey. Toomey right near that right wing. Little handoff play to Mobley. Mobley thought about pulling instead holds on to it. Dishing it to Toussaint. Toussaint, pump fake. Driving in to Toomey. Toomey oh, can't no. get control of it again. It's another jump ball. This time it'll be Bronx ball. Another one. Toomey struggling right now to get full possession of that ball in the paint. Mm -hmm. I really like that play, though. I mean, they've been able to find Toomey quite a lot in the paint so far this game. Yep. Taking advantage of not having a 6 foot 5 figure down there. The fireball driving in. Floater is up. Just rims out. And that is rebounded by Kendall Crick. Now we see Crick pushing the tempo a little bit right here. We'll dish it to number 25, Cunningham. Cunningham driving in. Tough layup on Toomey. Almost gets the end one. Instead, she'll go to the line for two. It's Toomey with the early foul so far. She's got to be aware of her foul trouble. That's why she only played 25 minutes last game instead of her regular 30-plus. She's got to be available for this Bronx team. Yeah, it's a good veteran player right there from the sophomore, Katie Cunningham. Drawing that contact, just going to the line for two. First free throw up and good. 5-3 ball game. Yeah, I, I really like, I do like what you said there, Ben, about Victoria Toomey in the foul trouble. Cunningham's second shot is good as well, 5-4 ball game. Yeah, it's one of those things where Toomey is one of the more aggressive players that we have down in the paint on defense right there. So, I mean, telling her to ease up is, yeah, it's kind of hard to do down there, especially when, you know, she she's very eager to block that shot every time. Yeah. A couple of substitutions here for Maris. You see Jackie Piddock checking into the game, as well as Samantha Bailey. Right now, Mobley bringing up the ball, hands it to Fireball. Fireball off a Toussaint screen, back to Toussaint. Toussaint, pass fake, near that free throw line. Back to Mobley, 16 on the shot clock. Mobley working around a Toussaint screen. That's Toomey. Toomey, deep mid-range is up, and just rims hey. in, counted, 7-4 ball game. Good off the dribble shot there from Victoria oh. Toomey. That's how we see too much of her. I don't see the mid-range a lot, but it goes in when she does. Hyacinth guarding Fisher now, who's bringing up the ball. Shazer still quiet here in this one, four minutes in. 
Right now that's Pidock with the ball. Shazer trying to go to work. This is it, off-balance pass is recovered by Pidock. Heisen guarding right now. Deep three-pointer by number 13. Julia Bonilla is off, rebounded by Mobley. Yeah, very good box out there by Toomey on Bailey. Yeah, I saw that as well. I mean, Toomey, I mean, again, she's got real estate, man. She does. Nobody's getting by her on that. Gonna put that on the T-shirt. Heisen going to work on Pidock, picks up a dribble, <laughs> dishes it down low. Off-balance pass to Toussaint. Toussaint with the ball in the paint. Uh -oh. Mobley, another uh -oh. three-pointer is up. Oh. And that one is off, rebounded by Shazier. But oh. Toussaint is fighting, Toussaint. and it's going to be a jump ball. He's a bully. But He's it a will bully. be oh. Red Fox's possession. Oh. <laughs> now checking in for the Bronx, we have Sophie Brunches and Jessica Schiffer. You know, it's really good to see Jessica Schiffer come into this game. Kind of going to deliver the Bronx a couple um, buckets here, getting some open shots. I know I kind of low-key like this move off the bench, you yeah. know. What a our, lethal weapon off yeah, the bench there. Yeah, huh? our bench really doesn't produce a lot, and if you put Schaefer out there, easy points. That's Shazer with the ball. Brunches guarding. First jumper by Shazer is off. Way off. Air ball. It'll be Bronx ball. Good defense right there by Sophie Brunches. Yeah, I kind of like this matchup now, because if you look at Fairfield, you know, not too big of a team down there, but... There's that one guard down there, Samantha Bailey. She's got some height to her, 6'2", so I think it is a pretty good matchup for uh, Sophia Brunsos right now. Schiffer now first touch, oh, kicks it to Fireball. Well, he was open. Fireball going to work right here, kicks it to Toussaint. Down low to Brunches. Brunches is fumbling it, and it's stolen. That's Jackie Pittock with the ball. Now she's pushing the tempo. Will slow things down a little bit near that top of the key, working off a Shazer screen. Kicks it to Shazer. Shazer to that corner. Fisher, uh -oh. jump shot is up. That one is off, rebounded by Mobley over the taller Juliana Bonilla. Nice. Yeah, good rebound there by Amanda Mobley. And now Mobley will take it all the way. 441 left in this first. Bronx leading 7-4. That's Schiffer. Ball near that left wing. Now it's fireball. This can get to Toussaint back at the top of the key. Now to Schiffer. Schiffer looking to get it to Mobley. She does. Mobley head off to fireball. Fireball pulls it immediately, and it's way off. Just catches the backboard. It's out of bounds. Red Fox's ball. Yeah, not a bad shot there by Michaela Fireball. I think maybe a little bit too rushed. The Bronx are getting yeah. some really good looks right now. Just, uh, again, you know, we're starting to get in that matter of, you know, execute all those looks we get. Yeah, absolutely. And Coach Milligan wants to talk that one over. Calls a timeout. 7-4 ball game here. Bronx leading the Red Foxes in the Little Nine Gymnasium. 4.23 to go. We'll be right back with more. Rider Women's Basketball exclusively on 107.7 The Bronx Retro. WRRC2. Ryder Basketball, the best damn sports report and other programming on 107.7 The Bronx and 107.7 The Bronx Retro is underwritten in part by B2 Bistro and Bar, where fresh local meets casual cool. And when they say fresh local that meets casual cool, they aren't kidding. Step inside any of B2 Bistro's six locations to experience a five-star seasonal menu featuring a raw bar, shareables, handhelds, and large plates that are simply to die for. B2 Bistro is well-known from Bay Builder, North Brunswick, Red Bank to Point Pleasant Beach, and Tom's River to West Ready, PA for their wood-fired pizzas, award-winning burgers, fresh sushi, oysters, clams, plus craft beers and cocktails. Everything on B2 Bistro's menu hits the spot because it's the perfect spot for date nights, family night out, celebrations, events, and more. Outdoor seating is also available. See what really happens when fresh local meets casual cool at B2 Bistro and Bar. Now with six locations, including Bayville. 
To learn more about B2 Bistro and to view their menus online, it's B2Bistro.com. The Bronx Lunchbox and other programming on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by PJ's Pancake House. With locations in Lawrenceville, West Windsor, Robbinsville, Ewing, Kingston, and Princeton. PJ's is the hot spot for all things breakfast. They've been committed to bringing you the best pancakes since 1962. But if you thought that was all PJ's had to offer, well, they're not just breakfast anymore. Along with a carefully curated breakfast menu available all day, PJ's Pancake House has expanded the menu to include lunch and dinner. Grab a drink, order lunch or dinner, and even a dessert from the ever-expanding menu, including artisan flatbreads, sliders, Texas toast, grilled cheese, tacos, and dinner classics. The next time you pop into PJ's, try 1077 The Bronx Bowls and tell us what you think, because proceeds benefit us. And PJ's Pancake House just keeps growing. Check out PJ's 7th location coming soon to Hamilton. Start your day with breakfast, then end your day with happy hour and dinner at the perfect pancake place, featuring comfort foods for the whole family. PJ's Pancake House, more than pancakes. To see their menu online, it's getforky.com. 1077 The Bronx Retro's Got Game. This is my high sim card for your Lady Bronx. Listen to all of our rider home games and select road games this season on Odyssey and only on WRRC2. Good more rider women's basketball exclusively on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. And we're getting right back into it now. It's going to be Marist Ball here. Going to be inbounding it from the baseline on their side of the court here. Ryder taking a minute there to, you know, just talk it over, find the game plan. Yeah, and something we talked over there is Jessica Schiffer's incredible defense, almost annoying defense for the team, and she's all the way down court right now. But, well, she's following number 33 all around the court, not letting her breathe. <laughs> Love to see that. That's Jackie Piddock bringing up the ball, guarded by Mobley. Schiffer once again guarding number 33 quick closely. That's Chaser with the ball down, though, stolen by Fireball. No, Doing a good job of containing Shazer. And the agility on that play. Now Mobley, crossing half court right now. We'll hand it off to Fireball, rewarding that defense. Fireball to Brunches. Brunches top of the key. Going to work on Samantha Bailey. Kicks it to Fireball. Fireball finding Brunches again. Now it's Mobley. 11 on the shot clock right now. Mobley working around the screen. Fireball. Shot clock winding down. Let's shift her with the ball. Five to go right here. Schiffer driving in, pull-up mid-range jumper, is off. Toussaint fighting for it, can't get it. That's rebounded by Crick. Uh, not a bad look there by Jessica Schiffer. I actually really thought she had it. Did a good job of spacing herself away from Maris defender there. Crick trying to size up Schiffer. Deep three by Jackie Pittock. Count it in the face of Fireball. Nice shot there. Yeah, you know, that, that's just gross. By Pittock. It's a tie game right now. Fireball trying to get it right back. Layup is up and good. Acrobatic finish. Fireball, she took that three personally, took the ball coast to coast, but the easy lay up for two. And now it's a 9-7 game with 3-10 to go. Bronx leading Jackie Pittock with the ball. Right now it's Bailey, guarded by Brunches. Bailey kicking it to Shazer. Shazer to Pittock, Pittock left wing. That's down low to Bailey. Bailey trying to go to work on Brunches. Back out. It's Bailey with the ball, deep three-pointer is up. And that one rims out, Mobley fighting for it. It'll be... Bronx ball. Good effort by Mobley right there. I think that, uh, as much as I love the Bronx, I think that might have been out on Mobley, but hey, we'll no, take you that. Know what? I <laughs> see we're, not, we're not going to say anything. <laughs> we won't, we won't really say anything right there. The aggressiveness from <laughs> that was a little pause right there. I was a little confused by that. Toussaint with the ball top of the key. Now we see Schiffer guarded by Piddock. Fireball. Working off the screen, layup Ooh. up, and good. She's on hey, fire God. down low today. Michaela Fireball, baby. She's making it look easy, driving down, putting the shot up. I mean, that ain't easy to do. Absolutely not. 11-7 ball game, 226 here to go in the first. Pittock with the ball. 
is that working around a Bailey screen. With Michaela Fireball being able to charge to the rim as well. Tompkins kicks it to Shazer. Shazer now driving in Eurostep layup is good. That's our second bucket of the game so far. Now Mobley on her horse right now, pushing the tempo a little bit, trying to catch Marist on their heels. It will slow things down as she gets near the top of the key. Schiffer with the ball, driving in right now. Tough mid-range jumper is just oh. off rims out. And it is rebounded by Shazer. They're going to say she's fouled by Toussaint. Marist yeah. ball. Kind of a rush shot there from Jessica Schiffer. It might have been designed, might, might have been not, but I'm not a big fan of that one. The shot clock was still kind of brand new. She kind of just forced the shot while running. I kind of like Jessica Schiffer being a little bit aggressive with these off the, right yeah. off the dribble shots. I mean, it's good being aggressive, but you're still going to get a good shot. I, I, that's what that's the thing. I thought she had some pretty good space there to take mm -hmm. a decent shot. If anybody's taking an off balance shot on our team, unless it's Molly Lynch right before the buzzer, I think it's, I think it's Jessica Schiffer. Fisher and Cunningham back in the game right now. We see Crick with the ball, trying to go to work on Mobley. We'll dish it to Fisher. Fisher guarded by Fireball. Ten seconds on the shot clock. Shot is up and count it. Nothing but net. Deep mid range jumper right there by Fisher to tie it at 11. We saw this a couple days ago, tied at 11 in the first. Yep. 127 here to go. Mobley with the ball, working off a two-saint screen, kicks it to wide, top, wide open, open Schiffer, Schiffer. Oh. and that shot is off, rebounded by Marist. Fisher pushing the tempo, dishes it to Tompkins. Tompkins, Eurostep layup, blocked by Mobley, rebounded by Lynch, who's now in the game. Not in my house. Molly Lynch snuck into the game, didn't even see her check in. <laughs> it's really good defense by Amanda Mobley there. Now Molly Lynch kicking it to Schiffer. Schiffer staying aggressive right here, fireball. Pass fake, driving in once again. Tough layup is off, and it's a charge. It'll be Maris Ball. Really? <laughs> fireball is not a big fan of that call. Wording the, the words, yeah. I did not hit her. <laughs> I didn't really think she did either. Yeah, no, I didn't I, see no, it. I love the theatrics, really. And now, Juliana Bonilla back in the game, and first we're seeing of Ciara Croker in this game, six foot forward. Messed up against Toussaint, though. I don't know if she wants that. 11-11 so far. Bronx leaving score is none other than Amanda Mobley. <laughs> Under a minute here to go in the first. Exactly 51 here to go. All squared up at 11. Mobley guarding closer. They're going to get it for a recent foul on Bonilla. Amanda Mobley almost pulled off the, the nice fast break there. Just reached in, reached into the cookie basket a little bit too much there. <laughs> 49 seconds left here in this first. 20 on the shot clock for Marist. Fisher with the ball. Jassar had a deep mid-range. It's going to work on Hyacinth Ooh. right now. Crossover oh, move. Wow. Beautiful move. Tough layup is off. She's fouled. She'll go to line for two. A very nice play there by Schiffer to create some separation on Hyacinth. Yeah. yeah. Fisher really shifty with the ball. Just going to complete the layup. She'll go to the line to shoot two. A chance to give Marist, I believe, their first lead of this one, or first one since early in the first. I think that's about the third foul Marist has drawn in, in the last minute and a half. Yeah. Getting loud in the alumni gymnasium. First shot is good, 12-11, Marist yeah. gets the lead. She'll earn these, that, that was a nice crossover she did. I'll there give her, I'll give her that. Second free throw up by Fisher is good. 13-11 game, 42 to go right here, about 12 seconds separate the shot and game clock, and Molly Lynch will bring up the ball. And again, you can only hope that we finally get our last possession scoring right here. Let's see if they do. 22 on the shot clock right now, Schiffer with the ball, double teamed. Hyacinth working off, a little handoff, Mobley, Jump shot, oh. doesn't, kicks it to Hyacinth. Hyacinth's jump shot is oh. off. Toussaint fighting for it, gets the board, and she is fouled. Very nice behind the back pass by Mobley for a wide up at Hyacinth. Hyacinth just couldn't complete the three-point shot on the right wing, but they're going to redeem themselves, get the foul call, and 
They'll have about 20 seconds to get a shot off. Yeah, good look there. Two, sep two seconds separate the shot and Gamecock. Now we see Hyacinth with the ball. A little handoff to Schiffer. Molly Lynch looking to get her first shot of the game. 14 left in this one in the first. She's going to hold possibly for the final shot. Molly Lynch back to Toussaint. Toussaint trying to go to work in the paint. Puts a tough shot up. It's off. That's rebounded by number 33, Crick. One second on the shot clock. Half-court shot is not even close. So Marist up 13-11 here at the end of the first. We'll be right back with more Rider Women's Basketball exclusively on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. Health 411 Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on 107.7 The Bronx is underwritten by Capital Health. If someone you loved was sick, how far would you go to make sure they got the best care? Your mother, your sister, your best friend, your neighbor, your son? How far would you go for doctors who will meet with you longer so they really get to know you and who collaborate across disciplines so that they can devise a plan of care that's uniquely right for you? There's no doctor too far, no care too distant, that you wouldn't go there. And for more than 100 years, so has Capital Health. From our hospitals in Trenton and Hopewell to our primary care offices all across Mercer, Bucks, and Burlington counties to right here at Ryder University, Capital Health has the team of doctors, nurses, experts, specialists, and staff that you can count on to care as much about your loved ones as you do. Because you'd go to the ends of the earth if someone you loved was sick. And so do we, Capital Health. 1077 The Bronx Campus Traditions are underwritten in part by Thai Chalk Chalk, the official Asian food truck of 1077 The Bronx. Want a taste of Asian and Thai cuisine? Look no further than the Thai Chalk Chalk Food Truck, a mobile caterer service offering authentic Thai food and Southern-style Thai beverages. Using only the freshest produce, the Thai Chalk Chalk menu features the best Asian cuisine found on four wheels. From veggie steamed rice with chicken to traditional pad thai. For a complete food truck schedule online, try their website at Thai Chalk Chalk Food Truck Com or follow them on Facebook to try their drunken dog and chili loaded fries they roll into town. Get a taste of Thai Chalk Chalk fan favorites such as their super hot and spicy drunken noodles, cool and refreshing hibiscus tea, and Wan Yen for dessert. Order online to enjoy Thai Chalk Chalk at home or to have your next event catered by their delicious food truck so everyone can experience Thai Chalk Chalk's authentic dishes. For mobile Thai food at its best, the first choice is always the right choice. Thai Chalk Chalk. Hey, it's forward Sophie Blanches. My family and my Bronx family listen to me make the big shot online on 1077 Bronx Retro, WRRC2. You can listen to Ryder Basketball along with my family at 1077 thebronxcom Or Ryder Women's Basketball exclusively on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. The score after one period is 13-1 in favor of the Red Foxes. Team still in their timeouts. Pep Band still playing their instruments pretty loud. Um, so what are your thoughts after the first period? Well, you know, I did touch on it a little bit. I said it, I don't actually think it's been that bad of the first period so yeah. far. I think defensively we're doing a lot, uh, a lot of good as well. Obviously, you know, you, you, you let up a lead like that. I mean, you're only down by two. They're doing their best out there. They are shutting down a lot of the three-pointer looks, which is good because when you look at the amount of threes they've taken, oh, yeah, when you look at the amount of threes they've taken, they've actually only made one today out of yeah. the three that they've taken total across the board today. Everything else has been in from the paint. They're going four for 12 in the paint today. So, again, doing a really good job of shutting down that three ball. Mm -hmm. uh, but offensively, the other thing I mentioned was just, you know, you got to make a lot of those shots that we haven't been able to execute. Yeah, Ryder has scored six points in the paint, 11 overall. Leading scorer is Fireball. She's two, shooting two for four from the field. And now we see Mobley bringing up the ball to start this second. Bronx get possession to start off. Toussaint dishing it to Fireball. Fireball guarded by Fisher. Back to Toussaint, now Mobley. Mobley working off a Toussaint screen. Hand off to Fireball. 
Lot of off ball moving for the Bronx. Fireball. Tough layup is blocked by Bonilla. It'll remain Bronx possession with 11 seconds on the shot clock. It's a nice defensive play there by the Red Foxes to stop a driving fireball. We'll reset here with about eight seconds on the shot clock. Yeah, Got to hurry up. Six seconds. Mobley with the ball. Dishing it back to fireball. Three seconds on the shot clock. Got to get a shot off. Toussaint with the ball. Schiffer doesn't get it off at the buzzer, oh, even though it goes in about maybe half a second too late. Beautiful shot, but it yeah. won't count. State 13-11. Tough play. I mean, you know, when you're working against the clock there. Yeah. yeah, they didn't have a lot of time there. Now we see Fisher bringing up that ball. She showed that dangerous jump shot early in the first. She's guarded by Schiffer. Right now it's Cunningham with the ball. Hand off to Fisher. Quick has to pick up her dribble. Kicks it to Shazer. Ten seconds on the shot clock. Three by Bonilla is good. Yeah, I would have liked to see Amanda Mobley just kind of throw a hand up there rather than just kind of, you know, run at her and get down. Yeah, they don't really close out their opponents a lot. We have seen that this season, just running at them. Instead Fireball of, you know. corner three off the top right of the backboard. Disgusting shot right there by Michaela Fireball. Yeah, just a little bit too much to the right there on the shot. And now we see <laughs> Crick with the ball. Bounce back here. Great crossover by Fisher. She throws up a three-pointer. It's off. Rebound and Mobley. And she's fouled immediately by Cunningham. And the Bronx got to realize what they're doing here. You know, we saw it in the, um, the the Manhattan game. You know, they scored 11 points in the first half and didn't score a lot in the second, only seven. So we'll yeah, see I if think, they can do something different here. And I think one produce. of the aspects of the sport the Bronx uh, definitely struggle with is that mid-game adjustment. And we see Toussaint with the ball at that deep mid-range to Toomey. Toomey guarded by Shazer. Hasn't dribbled yet. Finally does kicks it to Mobley. Now that's Schiffer, guarded by Bonilla. Schiffer to Toomey. Toomey trying to go to work, get a shot oh. up in the paint, and oh. it's off. And they're going to say Toussaint fouled. I believe that is Cunningham. Perhaps. Might be really maybe a little push-off action on Toussaint. I didn't quite see it, but it looks like uh, Cunningham went flying to the ground. Yeah, Toussaint will uh, hit the bench right there. a great theater program because uh, <laughs> a lot of acting out here. For real. Toussaint will hit the bench right there. A little bit of foul trouble early on. Lynch will check in for her. Now we see once again Schiffer giving Fisher no space to breathe on this basketball court. Screen by Cunningham. That's Crick with the ball. Crick, tough layup is up and good. 18-11 ball game, two minutes into the second. Yeah, that's just way too much of an easy bucket there for the Red Foxes. Fireball posting up down low on Crick. Kicks it back out to Mobley. Mobley crossover. Bonilla guarding. A little bit of the speed mismatch here. See if Mobley takes advantage. This nice is a cross-court to Schiffer. Now Schiffer driving in, tough mid-range jumper, hey. good! Hey. First point to the second, are from Jessica Schiffer. 18-13 game. What a dish from Amanda Mobley, cross, cross of the, the width of the court to Schiffer for a wide-open mid-range shot. Bonilla with the ball, guarded by Lynch. Bonilla gets past her, dishes it down low to Cunningham. Wide-open layup is good, 2013 ball game. That's back-to-back -back layups on back-to-back -back possessions for the Red Foxes. Yeah, it looks like easy. a bit of confusion, though, down there in the low post, as though nobody's actually down there guarding. Uh, I can't really tell if they're running. Uh, it looks like Bronx are trying to run that man defense right now, but they're getting spread out. <laughs> Red, yeah, Red Foxes are exposing that. Mobley, thought about pulling the mid-range jumper, doesn't hold on to it. Fireball down low to Toomey. Toomey Schiffer, going to work on Shazer. And that's good. Nice little we'll hook shot over Shazer. We'll take that too. Three minutes into this second 2015 ball game. Red Foxes currently with the lead. Bronx fighting back. Fisher with the ball. Dishing it to Shazer. Shazer going to work on Toomey. Nice that's plucked game. away by Schiffer. And now Mobley with the ball. 
Huge. Doing a good job of shutting down Shazer. Goes to coast, goes to coast. Mobley oh. ran all the way down, will slow things down. Go to work. Toomey Toomey. loses it. Go to work. Oh, oh boy. And they're going to say that is right wrong oh, possession. Now we see Hyacinth checking in. You know, I do like to see that, you know, even though Toomey did have a bit of a fumble there, she's running over that ball, trying to get back to it as quick as she can. I think that is still our ball. Let's see a good possession here. You know, you know, we're down by five right now, not bad, but just, you know, a bucket, easy layup here. Hit Toomey in the paint, let her attack the rim. Absolutely, Mobley inbounding underneath the basket. And she'll kick it to Molly Lynch. Molly Lynch working around the perimeter right now. We'll dish it to Toomey, back to Lynch. Toomey screen, back to Mobley. Mobley, wait for a Toomey screen. Toomey slips past Ooh. it. Oh, Crazy pass to Hyacinth in the corner for three, and it's oh. off. Rebounded by Cunningham. Yeah, we definitely like to see one of those Hyacinth shots land. One over yeah, three on the day right three, now. Yeah. Now Fisher, top of the key, kicks it to Shazer. Shazer. Bronx doing a good job shutting her down. Has Toomey jumping, looking silly out there. Shazer hits the mid-range jumper. Yeah, Toomey's got to play a little uh. bit more on the... Uh, Less than the balls of her feet on that one. I mean, she's getting a little uh, excited up there to jump for that one. And now Mobley with the ball, dishing him down low to Hyacinth. Hyacinth pass fake, kicks it to Schiffer. Deep three by Schiffer is off. Rebounded by Shazer. And you now Fisher what? on her horse right now, crossing half court. I like that shot selection. She had to open three. You know, she Schiffer always has a green light. Fisher blows past Schiffer for a nice layup. It's now a seven-point lead for the, excuse me, nine-point lead. It's now 24-15 for the Red Foxes. Molly Lynch with the ball near the right wing. Dishes it down low to Toomey. Toomey going to work on Shazer. Ball plucked away by Shazer. Bronx recover. Mobley now left wing. Back to Toomey. Back to Mobley. Deep oh, mid-range jumper. Oh. Just rims out and is rebounded by Cunningham. And now Fisher running down the court, pushing the tempo a little bit for the Red Foxes. Crosses over. Shazer wide open for mid-range. Jump shot is up and good. It is now an 11-point ball game, and Coach Milligan needs to talk it over with 5-11 left in the second. And one thing I'm noticing down here on the defensive end is we are leaving that low post area open the last three possessions, and we've allowed them to get that easy bucket down there in the paint as well. Now, obviously, that was just a really good shot out there in the arc, but we got to be able to shut down inside the paint and outside right now. We can't just focus one or the other. we got to be able to spread out nicely. Yeah, Bronx once again struggling in the second. 26-15 ball game, currently trailing the Red Foxes with 5-11 to go in the second. We'll be right back with more. Rider Women's Basketball exclusively on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. Programming on 1077 The Bronx and 1077 The Bronx Retro is underwritten in part by DiLorenzo's The Berg Pizza, 8919 New Falls Road, Fairless Hills, PA. Yo, Frankie, pizza review time. We're in Fairless Hills, Pennsylvania, here at DiLorenzo's The Berg. From what I hear, they specialize in a perfect pizza pie recipe passed down through three generations called the Trend Tomato Pie, which is cooked to a perfect golden brown crisp and sweet tomato sauce like you would never believe. I can already see the crispy crust. All right, one bite. Everyone knows the rules. Oh my lord, Frankie. These Berg folks don't mess around. This is at least a 9.5. DiLorenzo's The Berg Pizza has all the pizza and other delicious menu options you can ask for, including classic pizzeria-style sandwiches, pastas, and salads. You can learn more about Dilo's menu and their order online options with just one click at DiLo'sTheBerg.com. Remember, DiLorenzo's The Berg is located across the Delaware on 8919 New Falls Road, Fairless Hills, PA. Frankie, you getting this? I'm about to eat this whole pie by myself. Your Pet Matters and other programming on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten in part by Progressive Veterinary Care. 390 County Road, 518 Skillman. Happy birthday! 
Look at this gift be. Oh my goodness, a kitten! Let's name him Mini Kitty! Jack, how do I tell Mom I failed my math test? Look at us, Bean. We just moved to a brand new big city. <laughs> Honey, Brandon broke up with me. Mini Kitty? Jack? Bean? Honey? Are you, are you okay? okay? Our pets are there for us when we most need them. So why not thank their unconditional love with unconditional care? At Progressive Veterinary Care, Dr. T's incomparable, compassionate, and dedicated team of veterinary caregivers are there to help your pet live a healthy life. Their progressive approach to veterinary medicine and curbside protocol provides your pet high-quality medicine and service and their pet parents' peace of mind. For more information about Progressive Veterinary Care's commitment to pet medicine and your pet online, it's ProgressiveVeterinaryCare.com. This is Amanda Mobley, guard for your Rider Bronx. Ask Alexa to play 107.7 The Bronx Retro to hear all Rider Women's Home games and select road games this season exclusively on WRRC2. We're now back with first half action of Rider Women's Basketball, currently a 26-15 game. Bronx trailing the Red Foxes, 5-11 left in this first half. It'll be Bronx possession. We see Sophie Brunches inbounding underneath the basket right here to Amanda Mobley, who brought us back from break. And now Mobley, slow things down a little bit, dribble up, just passing half court. We'll kick it to Hyacinth. Hyacinth struggling early from the perimeter. Mobley in the corner right now, guarded by Bonilla. So take the Bruinches screen and kick it to Toomey. Got two sky skyscrapers in the game right now, and Toomey and Bruinches. Tall lineup, Schiffer kicks it to Bruinches. And that's an off-bounce pass by Bruinches, but it'll stay Bronx possession, deflected by Shazer. Yeah, I don't really know how I feel about this. I mean, I, I think I do kind of like having... Tooby and Bruins has in the game at the same time. I feel like this is one of the first times we're seeing this much height on the court for Ryder right now. Yeah, but, really when, but when you're trying to get back in the game, we're down by 11. Not a lot of scores out there, though. <laughs> Mobley going to work. Two seconds on the shot clock. Has to get a shot up. Schiffer just throws one in the air. Oh, almost goes God. in and rebounded no. by Pidock. I know it's almost D.D. Davis territory. <laughs> 4.30 left here in this first half. Bronx down 11. Now we see Shazer with the ball going to work on Bruinches. Little turnaround jump shot is up and it is good. Shazer catching fire here late in the second. Mobley dribbling down, trying to respond quick. Instead, she'll back up, slow things down, kick it to Bruinches. Bruinches to Heisen. That's Crick guarding. Bonilla gets the switch. Schiffer working off a Toomey screen. Back to Bruinches. Bruinches three pointer is up and good. Count it. Her first three pointer of the season. 28-18 game with 3.53 to go here in this first half. Now we see Jackie Pittock with the ball. Right now number 32, Samantha Bailey dishing it down low to Shazer. Wide open layup. She blows it. But it is off of Jessica Schiffer. It will remain Maris Ball. What a nice shot from Sophie. Ruined. Did you all just see that? <laughs> Ooh, we all saw the same thing just now, right? I mean, low-key. What? Like, <laughs> shoot it more. Like... No. Now we see Bonilla with the ball, dishing it to that corner. Jackie Pittock, down low to Crick. Crick dishing it to good Bailey. Good Top good layup up, and they're going to no say foul. that is a travel. Yeah. Bronx ball. I'm sorry. I'm just still so in shock about that. For the type of player that we you know, think Bruinches is, focusing more of her power and strength down in the paint. What the heck was that? Oh, my God. Love I mean, to see it. Whatever it was, it worked. Let's do it, it again. Jessica Schiffer now ball, guarded by Pittock, right wing. Dishes Do it, to it again. Down low to Toomey. Toomey going to work on Bailey. And Aww. layup is just off. It's rebounded by Bailey. Toomey did everything right there. And they're going to get Jessica Schiffer for a foul right there. 
once again, tough right there. It just seems like pound for pound contact. Almost saw a little bit of a stiff arm from Piddock, but they'll get Schiffer for the foul. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And Schiffer will hit the bench after that one. Fireball checking back in. And one thing I'd like to see from Toomey today is a, a little bit, uh, you know, better performance uh, with finishing at the rim. It is something that she is usually really good at. Mm -hmm. Today, it kind of seems like she's doing a really good job of getting there, but just kind of throwing the shot up at a certain point. Right now, Shazer with the ball, dishing it to Bailey, top of the key, guarded by Toomey. Toomey back to Shazer. Shazer going to work on Bruinchez. Dishes it to Bonilla. Bonilla now driving in. Back to Shazer. Tough layup is off. Rebound Mobley. Good defense by Bruinchez. Now Mobley's crossing half court. Looking to get something going here. Maya Heisen with the ball left wing. Looking for her first three-pointer of this game. Toomey going to work in the paint. And that's going to be a jump ball. It'll be Maris' possession. That's about the third jump ball. A lot of jump balls. I think most of them actually coming from our offensive side of the court as well. Yes, yeah. all of them. I believe yeah. all of them. Yeah, and all with Toomey holding the ball. But yeah, because you, know, you try to hit her down low and try to do a little crab dribble there. And Maris has been doing a really good job just getting their hands on and trying to tear it away from her. Yeah, still a double-digit lead here for Maris. 28-18, 2.35 here to go in this first half. You see Crick with the ball. Highest in the guarding. Crick steps back. Jump shot is up. It's off. Rebound, Michaela Fireball. And that's another thing I, I do want to compliment. I, I think Maris is actually doing a pretty good job of shutting down our bigger players today. I mean, Sophia Bruinchez and Toomey just haven't really been having the day at the rim in the paint like they usually do. But I'd love to see the adjustment during the game. Hyacinth now driving in. He kicks it to Bruinchez. Bruinchez regains control. Mobley, 10 seconds on the shot clock. Bruinchez, tough mid-range jumper oh, is sent blocked. back by Shazer. And now we see Piddock on her horse right now, kicking it to Shazer, trying to reward that defense. Shazer going to work on Bruinchez. Tough layup is off. Rebound Mobley. Mobley doing a great job rebounding this game, and now she's on her horse. She's running down the court right now. Instead, it will slow things down. Kick it to Hyacinth. Hyacinth is wide open for three. Bang! Hyacinth, baby! Finally finds the bottom of the net. 28-21 game, 139 left in this first half. That is exactly what you want to do, and that is a great time to get this team moving right Let's now. Go. Now Piddock with the ball. Hyacinth guarding right now. That's Crick. Shazer to Bonilla. Mobley guarding. Bonilla, tough mid-range jumper, is just off. It's rebounded by Fireball. Really All right, good let's work go. For the Bronx there on defense. 116 left in this first half. Bronx trying to close out strong. Toomey with the ball at the perimeter, guarded by Samantha Bailey. Now we see Brunchez, guarded by Shazer, kicks it to Mobley. Mobley oh! three-pointer up. Oh, Just off rebound, Bruinchez. Reset, reset. And Bruinchez will kick it to Fireball to reset. Oh, Mobley hits the dish right now, hoping she's all right. Ooh, she's hurting on the ground right now. Fireball, mid-range jumper is good. All we care about right now is Mobley. She's okay, gets up. Just took a little bit of a hard fall. Big she's smile good. on her she's face. She's smiling. We're good. Oh, Bruinchez. Great defensive possession by Bruinchez. <laughs> Bruinchez oh. is on her bronc today. She's on her bronc. My God. Bruinchez playing amazing early on in this one. 48 seconds left in this first half. About 22 seconds separate the shot and game clock. 28-23 game. You know, we, we critiqued Bruinchez in the Manhattan game. You know, we, we did. I we think you heard. Her. We critiqued her. I've got um, nothing bad to say this game. We heard that her parents, you know, should they listen to the broadcast? So maybe they said, uh, called up <laughs> Bruinchez, like, yo, get yourself together. <laughs> Molly Lynch in the game exactly right now. That. That's Crick with the ball at the top of the key. Has to pick up her dribble, kicks it to Piddock. Piddock trying to go to work on Fireball. This is it down low to Crick. Highsmith, great defense. No Tough shot. layup is oh. up and good. A lucky prayer shot by there by Crick goes I mean, in. We did everything right there. It's now 30 to 23. Shot clock turned off, 20 seconds to go. Molly Lynch will possibly hold for last shot. Yeah, I mean, this is exactly what you want. Again, you want the chance at this last possession here. You want to be the person to make this last basket, so. Yep. 
Seven seconds on the shot clock right now. Oh. Molly Lynch loses control, but it'll remain Bronx ball. Five seconds here. Ball is deflected okay. by Crick. Whenever we have the last possession, I feel like we turn it over. <laughs> <laughs> Unless we give it to Molly Lynch, of course. Let's of see what course. they do right here. Right now, fireball with the ball. Three uh -oh. seconds on the shot clock. Keep it in fireball. her hands. Keep Trying to get something hand. up, and she's oh. fouled. Okay, we'll take it. We'll take it. So Unless that stops the clock. I think it does stop the clock. 1.9 oh. right here. And it'll be an inbound. Honestly, a pretty smart foul right there by Marist. Yes. It looks like she might have had a lane for a layup. Absolutely. Molly Lynch inbounding right now. 1.9 on that clock. Let's see if the Bronx can get up a good shot. Molly Lynch inbounding right now. Dishes it to Fireball. Fireball. Oh, throws up a prayer of a shot. Oh, and it just rims out. No. So oh. it'll be 30 to 23 heading into the half. We'll be right back with the halftime show on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. 1077, the Bronx campus traditions are underwritten by Yoka's food truck and catering services for festivals, community events, and fundraisers in New Jersey. Yoka's is not your average food truck. Occupying a big yellow family-owned trailer, Yoka's is sure to be a fan favorite for your family and friends. With high-quality food and unmatched service, Yoka's has a giant menu to satisfy your gang's colossal cravings with breakfast, lunch, and dinner on demand. Fear not picky eaters, everyone will find something they love at this world-class food trailer. Yoka's catering packages can feed an entire block party with mains, sides, drinks, and desserts, all perfected by their friendly and capable chefs. Whether your event is big or small, Yoka's has you covered with their famous eggplant parmesan, juicy burgers, fries, pork or leg and cheese sandwiches, and more. No stress or sweat involved with Yoka's at the party. They put out the fires while you put out all the stops. If you're looking for a service to cook up a storm at your next event, look no further than Yoka's food truck and catering. To see their menu online, it's yokas.com. That's yokas.com. Ryder Basketball, the best damn sports report and other programming on 1077 The Bronx and 1077 The Bronx Retro is underwritten in part by B2 Bistro and Bar, where fresh local meets casual cool. And when they say fresh local that meets casual cool, they aren't kidding. Step inside any of B2 Bistro's six locations to experience a five-star seasonal menu featuring a raw bar, shareables, handhelds, and large plates that are simply to die for. B2 Bistro is well-known from Bayville to North Brunswick, Red Bank to Point Pleasant Beach, and Tom's River to West Ready, PA for their wood-fired pizzas, award-winning burgers, fresh sushi, oysters, clams, plus craft beers and cocktails. Everything on B2 Bistro's menu hits the spot because it's the perfect spot for date nights, family night out, celebrations, events, and more. Outdoor seating is also available. See what really happens when fresh local meets casual cool at B2 Bistro and Bar. Now with six locations, including Bayville. To learn more about B2 Bistro and to view their menus online, it's b2bistro.com. 1077 The Bronx Campus Traditions are underwritten in part by Thai Chalk Chalk, the official Asian food truck of 1077 The Bronx. Want a taste of Asian and Thai cuisine? Look no further than the Thai Chalk Chalk Food Truck, a mobile caterer service offering authentic Thai food and Southern-style Thai beverages. Using only the freshest produce, the Thai Chalk Chalk menu features the best Asian cuisine found on four wheels. From veggie steamed rice with chicken to traditional pad thai. For a complete food truck schedule online, try their website at Thai Chalk Chalk Food Truck Com or follow them on Facebook to try their drunken dog and chili loaded fries they roll into town. Get a taste of Thai Chalk Chalk fan favorites such as their super hot and spicy drunken noodles, cool and refreshing hibiscus tea, and Wan Yen for dessert. Order online to enjoy Thai Chalk Chalk at home or to have your next event catered by their delicious food truck so everyone can experience Thai Chalk Chalk's authentic dishes. For mobile Thai food at its best, the first choice is always the right choice, Thai Chalk Chalk.
Programming on 1077 The Bronx and 1077 The Bronx Retro is underwritten in part by DiLorenzo's The Berg Pizza, 8919 New Falls Road, Fairless Hills, PA. Yo, Frankie, pizza review time. We're in Fairless Hills, Pennsylvania, here at DiLorenzo's The Berg. From what I hear, they specialize in a perfect pizza pie recipe passed down through three generations called the Trend Tomato Pie, which is cooked to a perfect golden brown crisp and sweet tomato sauce like you would never believe. I can already see the crispy crust. All right, one bite. Everyone knows the rules. Oh my lord, Frankie. These Berg folks don't mess around. This is at least a 9.5. Di Lorenzo's The Berg Pizza has all the pizza and other delicious menu options you can ask for, including classic pizzeria-style sandwiches, pastas, and salads. You can learn more about Dilo's menu and their order online options with just one click at dilosthebergcom Remember, Di Lorenzo's The Berg is located across the Delaware on 8919 New Falls Road, Fairless Hills, PA. Frankie, you getting this? I'm about to eat this whole pie by myself. 20 minutes down, 20 to go. This is the Ryder Women's Basketball Halftime Show, exclusively on WRRC2. While the Bronx are in the locker room discussing their plans for the second half, let's toss it back to Owen McCarron, Ben Chennault, and Jared Brito to break down and analyze the first 30 minutes of Lady Bronx action, exclusively on 1077 The Bronx Retro. All right, hello everybody. We're back with Ryder women's basketball coverage. It's got the halftime show. The Bronx are trailing by seven so far. Uh, we look at the top scores so far for the Bronx. We got Michaela Fireball with six points, shooting three for eight from the field, over three from three. So I think if Fireball gets that three point going, then there could be a there could be a a, a dent being filled for the, this game. Yeah, absolutely. You want to see the Bronx execute a little better in that paint, too. I kind of like the strategy. He was late in that first, early in the second, where they were handing the ball down low to Toomey and letting her, letting her go to work on Shazer, you know. Mm -hmm. It's a really good strategy to get down low and tire out their best player, you know. Make her exhausted on defense, trying to defend a bigger Toomey. I would like to see us go back to that a little bit. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Um, I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not a, like um, a big... Um, you know, negative person on fireball, you know, driving in and getting layups instead. I mean, if the shot's there, take it. Um, she, she doesn't just have to shoot threes all the time. We know she can. Um, but so if should we take the pressure off of her, thinking that she always has to shoot the three, then that could allow her to, you know, use the mid-range shot and the layup more. Absolutely, yeah. You know, doing a good job defensively late in that second, too, you know, to come back and all didn't see exactly what we saw in Manhattan where they just fell apart in the second you know they started mm -hmm. to kind of be a little iffy yes and then immediately said you know what that's not happening that's Let's not play happening good. again love to I see it totally agree we had a lot of momentum heading into halftime at the in the last couple minutes um, only trailing by seven we're down by 11 at the most so uh, we're, we're still in this game you know it's gonna be a good second half it's gonna be real exciting um, you know if the Bronx just keep containing Shazer and um, Fisher, like they have, you know, mm, actually, I take that back. Yeah, they I was going to say, yeah. They combined for 16 points, so <laughs> yeah. actually, if. Five for 11 is really containing. If, yeah. they, um, if they do contain them, then the Bronx could climb their way back into this game. Yeah, I was going to say about, like, maybe six of Shazer's points came in the last, like, two or three minutes of that second. True. So True. I think Coach Milligan has to develop a little bit more of a game plan at containing her. You know, do more of what you did in that, the the first quarter and then like half of that second quarter go back to that strategy mm -hmm. yeah definitely i mean if you look at the numbers overall i don't know if you guys really talked about our team too much at all but right now looking at michaela fireball kind of having a pretty good day out there from the field goal at least 
Uh, not too good from the <laughs> from the three points today. Seen a couple of uh, butchered shots from her, but you know, take the half, go out there, you know, just come back in with a clear mind, new new headset on, and just go to work. I mean, you're not down by much, only down by seven, and we have seen the Bronx come back from a lot worse. And I think at this point in the season, this is crunch time, really. You know, you want to make sure that you are playing your best out there. So, whatever you think you were doing wrong in that first half, Coach Milligan. Let them know, you know, come back out stronger than this uh, in this next half here. But I think overall, we're actually putting up some pretty decent numbers. A lot of our starters are doing a pretty good job getting the baskets in and getting a lot of really good shot attempts. I think where it matters most next is on the defensive end. We have seen a lot of pretty tricky defensive plays as well as focusing down at the low post and in the paint as well. You see a lot of openings being left there, which is what's helping them move their players in and get those easy layups that we talked about at the start of the second period there. So I think a couple of defensive tweaks and some, you know, offensive approaches, and we'll, we'll be in this game. Yeah, absolutely. You know, something I really want to see is Jessica Schiffer catch a little more fire there yeah. in the second half. You know, she, that sheet says one for six, but I think two or three of those shots where she got the ball with one second left on the shot clock True. and not much else he can do but throw it up. So I'm not going to follow her too much for that. But still over three from three, one for six in the field. Got to turn that around a little bit. Like I said, stat sheet kind of lying a little bit right there because, yeah. you know, there's not much you can do with one second left on the clock but throw up a prayer. Yeah, and I mean, it was Ben at the beginning, uh, and I think in, in the last few games as well, who said, you know, he would love to see Jessica Schiffer start getting hot, getting that green light. Yeah. And Ben, I, I see why that is. You know, when she does get in her momentum, when she does get in her bag, she does a really good job of making those clutch and top shots. So. I mean, again, give her that green light. Get her the looks. You can't, you're right, you can't get her a look with one second on the shot clock. You're going to rush her. But something I do want to talk about with Jessica Schiffer is those coming off of the dribble shots that I think, again, if anybody on our team is going to be taking those, it should be Jessica Schiffer. So I think today with the off the dribble shots, it's something that we don't really see much out of our team. Also, as well as just deep mid-ranges or mid-ranges in general, we don't really see that type of approach from our uh, players. But you saw a few from Toomey there, and you saw a few from Schiffer as well. I kind of like that. It mixes everything up. You know, it doesn't give you just two ways of scoring right under the net and outside the arc. You know, it mixes it up. Now the team has to watch you in three different spots on the court. Absolutely. How about Mobley with her rebounding? Five boards in that first half. You know, we really see her almost grabbing some boards over some, you know, players that have like a six-inch height difference on her. It's doing really good down there. Yeah, 16-16. I mean, both teams going at it on the, on the rebounding end right now, which is a really good sight to see, guys. Usually by the half, Ryder will be down about five to 20 rebounds. I mean, you never know with, with, <laughs> with us, but... I think, like, rebounding, this has been a really good game for us. And looking at our rebounds, most of them coming on the defensive end is what is keeping this game so close right now. So, yeah, if we look at the box score, you know, in back-to-back -back games, Rafaela Toussaint, you know, just not giving all that she got, you know, coming into, I think, the... The Mount St. Mary's game, she was on a double-double streak. I don't think she had one that game, and she definitely didn't have it against Manhattan, too. And so far this game, she only has two points and two rebounds. So I'm curious to see kind of what's unfolding inside the mind of Rafaela Toussaint heading down into the, the dwindling moments of the regular season. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, really want to see her catch fire again. You know, I think it could happen at any moment. So it fingers could, crossed yeah. on that one. But something we got to point out now, and we haven't talked about it, and I can't believe we haven't talked about it. Sophie Brunchens, I mean, doing her best Dirk Nowitzki impression. <laughs> I mean, pulling from deep three in the face of Shazer, just cashing it and really hustling out here. You know, although the stats don't really show, you know, she has three points in the board, but she's hustling like crazy out here, you know, making a lot of plays, deflecting balls. 
really loving what I'm seeing out of her. Yeah, I mean, in the efficiency chart, she's the most efficient player on the court for the Bronx. You know, she's got a three. Um, you know, 50% for the field. She's got one. I mean, she had one bucket and a rebound. But I think it's her on the defensive end that she's being real productive. You know, pulling her hands up, making. I mean, I would imagine. With her wingspan, she's probably above seven foot. Absolutely. When she puts Easily. her hands up. So that's all you got to do when you're Sophie Bruins. Just put your hands up when you're defending someone down low in the paint, and it just makes a massive impact on the shot. Yeah, you know what, guys? Sophia Bruins says, you know, I'll give it to her this game. Last game, I was very critical of her performance. And this game, I was too, right when she came out. Dare I say she had a slow start, but... I mean, wow, she has turned it around for this team right now. I mean, this is a Sophia Brutas that I have not seen play in a while. Again, on the defensive end, Ben, you are right. She's doing a lot of really good stuff there. Yeah. Making sure she's keeping her spacing, you know, tight on her man and also moving around really well, knowing when to switch on the screen, knowing where to put her hands up. She's not getting into foul trouble right now, which is a really good sign. Seeing as she is one of those bigger players down in the paint, you look at somebody like Toomey who is getting into foul trouble, you know, they both can't be doing that. That's going to be a struggle for Ryder. So, honestly, a lot of props to Sophia Bruins has this game. Absolutely. As we see Maris back on the court shooting around, see Shazer with the ball. Got to see how Ryder contains her after she caught fire a little bit at the end of that first half. Yeah. And we'll see how they do that when we come back in just a couple of minutes for second half action. 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. Mental Fitness on 107.7 The Bronx is underwritten by Lawrence Alcohol and Drug Alliance. Reasons of teen drug and alcohol abuse is peer pressure and self-medication. 46% of 12th graders have been drunk at least once in their life. Lawrence Alcohol and Drug Alliance creates and designs educational programs and events to get the community involved to help members of Lawrence Township adversely affected by alcohol, tobacco, and drugs. LADA is compromised of a Mercer Council on Alcoholism and Drug Addiction whose desire is to help prevent alcohol and drug-related problems. LADA events and programs include the Campfire Boys and Girls programs for elementary and secondary students. If you want to get involved, meetings are held the last week of each month in the manager's conference room at the Lawrence Township Municipal Building. For more information on the Lawrence Alcohol and Drug Alliance, its mission statement, programs, and a complete calendar of events, visit the Lawrence Alcohol and Drug Alliance page at lawrencetwp.com slash alcoholism and drug addiction. Health 411 Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Capital Health. If someone you loved was sick, how far would you go to make sure they got the best care? Your mother, your sister, your best friend, your neighbor, your son? How far would you go for doctors who will meet with you longer so they really get to know you and who collaborate across disciplines so that they can devise a plan of care that's uniquely right for you? There's no doctor too far, no care too distant, that you wouldn't go there. And for more than 100 years, so has Capital Health. From our hospitals in Trenton and Hopewell to our primary care offices all across Mercer, Bucks, and Burlington counties to right here at Ryder University, Capital Health has the team of doctors, nurses, experts, specialists, and staff that you can count on to care as much about your loved ones as you do. Because you'd go to the ends of the earth if someone you loved was sick. And so do we, Capital Health. Hi, it's Raffaella Toussaint forward for the Rider Bronx. Before I drive down the lane, I open my 1077 The Bronx retro app and Google Play to listen to every Rider Women's Home game on WRRC2. 
Welcome to, welcome to Ryder Bronx Women's Basketball on 1077 of Rock Retro, WRRC2. Excuse me and my <laughs> first time talking. Yeah, welcome in. <laughs> well, well, yeah, all right, you two. <laughs> to my left here, to my right, Ben Chanel. 40 seconds here left in that halftime break. Both teams out of the court right now. Moving back to their benches. Excited to see a good half here, Jared. Yeah, something I wanted to, I just noticed. Um, What's going on with Emily Strunk? You know, not really, you know, haven't seen too much of her in the past couple games. That is true, yeah. Catching fire in that midseason. And, you know, I wonder if something's going on there because I really liked her presence off the bench. Yeah, we saw her, um, I think, uh, on, uh, what was it, Thursday night yep. uh, in Manhattan. She played, what, like five minutes? Yeah, yeah. very minimal amount of minutes. You know, we, when we saw her getting closer to 20, you know, yeah. in the midseason mark. So I wonder what's going on there. Yeah, I remember, like, her coming out, you know, she could drop, like, eight points, put the cap a couple boards, so... I guess she would like to replace like Tony Renee Blanford when Blanford went down for, with her leg injury, and she just really hasn't seen the court since. Yeah, speaking of which, you just reminded me Tony Renee Blanford. Yeah, was <laughs> somebody that we used to talk about a lot. I can't wait to see her back out on the court next semester. I was a big fan of Tony Renee Blanford early in the season. We both were. I mean, we were there when we saw her take that one ball at that one game. Uh, St. Francis Brooklyn. Yes. She stepped out for a minute. It probably stemmed from that, if I had to guess. If I had to guess, I would say so. That was a bit of a hard fall. But, yeah. you know, uh, moving back on Emily Strong, I think you're right, Jared. She was one of those players that had just a midseason peak. Absolutely, yeah. As now we're getting right into second half action, 30 to 23. Bronx trailing. Michaela Fireball inbounding to start this one off. And here we go. Mobley with the ball, adjusting her jersey real quick. Got now passing half court. Fireball now. Left wing. Dishing it back to Mobley, guarded by Bonilla. Downloaded to me. Toomey going to work on Shazer. Turnaround oh. jumper is off, rebounded by Cunningham. Yeah, again with uh, Toomey and just finishing at the rim today. The shot just really isn't landing from that low post right now. Yeah. Now Crick with the ball, right wing, guarded by Fireball. Crick will dish it to Cunningham. Cunningham to Fisher. Fisher thought about pulling and instead holds on to it. Dishing it to Shazer. Shazer back to Crick. Crick now driving in. Fireball guarding. Shot clock winding down. Six to go. Crick struggling right now. Wild shot nice. is way off. Hyacinth gets the rebound and fights away from Cunningham to regain possession. Mobley bringing up the ball now. It's a really good fight by Hyacinth there. Mm -hmm. Real aggressive. Grab that rebound. She wanted it more. Great start right there. Fireball. Now Toussaint, Mobley with the ball right wing. Bronx looking for their first points of this second half. Fireball off the screen, pulls the three-pointer, just off rebound oh. Shazer. Fireball still struggling from deep. Yeah, 0 for 4 now. Good look, but just can't, can't make it. A beautiful pass from Fisher to Shazer for the first bucket of the second half for both teams. And now Mobley hurrying things up a little bit, trying to get that bucket back for the Bronx, kicking it down low to Toomey. Shazer guarding Toomey, turnaround, hook shot is there good. Is. There, there it is, really good That's the Toomey I know. Yeah, make her three for six on the day. Fisher now crossing half court. 32-25 ball game, 8-20 left in this third. Fisher dishing it too quick. Off ball movement. Quick holding on to it, finally dribbles. Thought about pulling a dozen, kicks it to Fisher in the corner. Now Shazer fumbles it. That's back to Fisher. Fisher, deep three-pointer is off. Rebound, Amanda Mobley. Oh. But the ball is stolen immediately as she rebounds it. Now Cunningham has possession in, in that right, excuse me, left wing. The floater is off by Crick, and Toomey finally secures the rebound. <laughs> yeah, a lot of really good defense right there to, bat, uh, to bounce back from that play. Now Toomey oh. has it at the perimeter. 
Shazer, they're gonna get it for a foul right there. Yeah, you can't do that. You can't push off someone who's <laughs> posting you up. Oh, that's funny. He turned around, she went, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, it was. Shazer was like, no, and then they're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. As Bronx will maintain possession, Mobley inbounding underneath the basket, dishing it to Fireball, who's guarded by Crick. Fireball gets the Toomey screen. Fireball wide open in the paint. Floater is good. Floater. Really good shot from the Fireball there. Again, I love this little floater mid-range approach that we're seeing from a lot of our players today. Absolutely. He's now Fisher guarded by Hyacinth, bringing up the ball. 7.27 left in this third. Shazer with the ball. Step back mid-range jumper. Just off. Rebound to Saint. Right, let's go, Bronx. Bronx down by five. They're creeping back. Let's see if they can decrease that deficit a little more right here as Mobley's crossing half court. Yeah, let him meet away here. Toussaint guarded by Cunningham. And now you see Hyacinth dishing it to Fireball. Fireball once again driving in. Tough layup is off, but she's fouled. She'll go to line for two. Love that. Love that. Kayla Fireball again. I mean, I'll say it every game I see her do it, but she really is a good paint player when she wants to be. I mean, she's, she's quick. She knows how to find a good lane to the rim. And she also can finish really well on a lot of those little off-the-dribble jump shots right there. So I, I love seeing that aggressiveness. Yeah, so do I. First free throw is up and good. Four-point ball game now, 32-28. It's a great shot by Michaela Fireball. Second free throw is good as well. Two for two from the line, 32-29 game. Bronx crawling back. And now we see Fisher with the ball, crossing half court. Bronx are within three. This is a big possession here for the Bronx. Pidock off bounce past the Fisher. It'll be Bronx ball. Game time. It's time. That's huge for the Bronx right there. That's a really good way to just get the ball back. Let's see if the Bronx can capitalize off that turnover with 6.55 to go here in the third. Mobley bringing the ball up. To me now. Hand off to Mobley. Hand off to Fireball. Oh, Fireball. Oh, thought about pulling it instead of onto it. Dishes it to Heisen. Oh. People Play hitting now. the ground, fireball, fireball wide open, top of the key, oh. way off. Oh, oh, Doesn't oh. hit the rim. Okay. Still off from three. Fisher now pushing the tempo, wide open to Shazu. No, it's not. Shazer still somehow remains possession. I don't even know what's happening. Fisher's three-pointer is up. Oh my They're God. playing hot potato Craziness. in the paint. What is was... happening? <laughs> I think Shazer passed open Pass a wide open mid-range. Give me that. Fireball. Fireball. Oh. Wide okay. open to Saint for three. Is oh, off. my goodness. Cunningham. It's a lot of craziness happening on the court right now. Miss after <laughs> miss. What is going Both, on? That's Crick oh, with the jump shot. That one's missed. Rebound fireball. fireball. <laughs> and now we see Mobley finally slowing things down. Yeah, please. We're, we're going to need a Take the Lord here. Take the Bronx, a chill pill, The Bronx Bronx. broadcaster's heartbeats are going at an all-time high right now. Crazy heat check for every player on the court right oh now. Oh, my God. 32-29 ball game. 5.51 left in this third. As Mobley once again slowing things down here. 11 on the shot clock. This is a cross court to Hyacinth. High sense of fireball, shot clock winding down, five to go. Take her to school, fireball. Toomey screen, fireball driving in. Tough layup is off, and it'll be a shot clock violation. Red Fox's ball. Huh. huh. You know, in, in all of that, I do want to mention that the Bronx played surprisingly really good defense, Very good. not letting them score on either of those three possessions they had. Absolutely. So now we see Fisher. Being guarded closely by Heisen Fisher, trying to get something going right nice here. Deep. Nice defense, and they're going to say it's out of bounds on the Bronx. It'll remain Maris ball. Maya Hyacinth. Yeah, and this is why we talk about Maya Hyacinth. That was really impressive stuff right there. I mean, she could stick with any player on the Mac with that elite speed. And we're going to miss her next year. Absolutely. Fisher ran into a brick wall right there, trying to get past her. So now we see Pittock with the ball, top of the key, guarded by Mobley. Shazer looking for her first bucket of this second half. Kicks it to Pittock. Pittock. 
Oh, nice spin move on Mobley, but blows the layup, and Mobley gets the oh. rebound. And now Mobley's on her horse right now. Numbers down he has Hyacinth wide open in the corner. Give me that. And instead, that ball is deflected. Oh, they're going to say it's out on Mobley. It'll be Maris Ball. What? Mobley pleading for a replay. Not looking like she's going to get it. It'll be Maris Ball. They're <laughs> saying it deflected off of her foot, off the block by Marist. And now it's Red Fox's possession halfway through this third quarter, 32-29. What the f <laughs> Yeah, that's just a really bad call there by the ref. I, I'm not <laughs> one to, you know, dog a referee, but... Are you sure about that, Owen? Shazer. No, no, you definitely are. <laughs> Shazer layup is yeah. off. Rebound Mobley. I believe that's her seventh of the game. Oh, God. <laughs> and now Mobley slowing things down for the Bronx. Right now Mobley dishing it to Fireball. Both teams scoreless the past couple of minutes. Fireball loses possession, regains it, kicks it to Hyacinth, guarded by Crick. Now it's Toomey in the paint. Back to Hyacinth. Hyacinth dribbling around. Oh, way off pass. It's about... Bit of an errand pass there, yeah. Almost hits the Pat Ben, but... <laughs> ben, listen, man, you, there's one thing you should know about me is I could sit here for about 10 minutes post-game and talk a lot of bad stuff about that call that just happened now. That's just <laughs> terrible vision, yeah. terrible call. Coach Milligan was should like, you missed that one. I, I can hear Coach Milligan <laughs> through my headphones. <laughs> and now, you know, it's a good timeout right here. Both teams are really struggling. Pass yeah. about two and a half, three minutes. 32-29 ball game, 428 left in the third. We'll be right back with more. Rider Women's Basketball exclusively on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. Programming on 107.7 The Bronx and 107.7 The Bronx Retro is underwritten in part by DiLorenzo's The Berg Pizza. Man, this party sucks. I know, right? Clowns, face painting, it's like they think we're children. Doesn't the host know we're college students? We're practically grown-ups now. Whoa. What's that? I think that's, that's... Yeah, that's DiLorenzo's The Berg Pizza Truck. A pizza truck? I didn't even know those existed. Look how beautiful it is. The DiLorenzo's Pizza Truck offers tomato pies on the go. You get to pick everything from any pie on the menu and all the toppings. Perfect timing, too. I'm starving. What can I say? DiLo's The Berg is the word. You can say that again. DiLo's The Berg is the word. Let's go grab a slice. DiLorenzo's The Berg Food Truck is perfect for any and all gatherings. Birthday parties, campus events, weddings, graduations, you name it. Share the love with your guests with pizza, rolls, salads, and more. Turn your party upside down and become the hostess with the mostest with DiLorenzo's The Berg Food Trucks. Ryder basketball, the best damn sports support, and other programming on 1077 The Bronx and 1077 The Bronx Retro is underwritten in part by B2 Bistro and Bar, where fresh local meets casual cool. And when they say fresh local that meets casual cool... They aren't kidding. Step inside any of B2 Bistro's six locations to experience a five-star seasonal menu featuring a raw bar, shareables, handhelds, and large plates that are simply to die for. B2 Bistro is well-known from Bay Builder, North Brunswick, Red Bank to Point Pleasant Beach, and Tom's River to West Ready, PA for their wood-fired pizzas, award-winning burgers, fresh sushi, oysters, clams, plus craft beers and cocktails. Everything on B2 Bistro's menu hits the spot because it's the perfect spot for date nights, family night out, celebrations, events, and more. Outdoor seating is also available. See what really happens when fresh local meets casual cool at B2 Bistro and Bar, now with six locations, including Bayville. To learn more about B2 Bistro and to view their menus online, it's b2bistro.com. 107.7 The Bronx Retro's Got Game. This is Michaela Fireball, guard for your Lady Bronx. Listen to all of our rider home games and select road games this season on Odyssey and only on WRRC2. Uh, we're back with more Rider Women's Basketball. It's on 1077 The Brown Retro, WRRC2. The score is 32-29. to 
The Red Foxes of Marist have a slim lead over our Bronx. Four minutes and 28 seconds remain in the third period in senior day here in the regular season finale. The Bronx are gonna throw out a lineup of Schiffer, Mobley, Toussaint, Hyacinth, and Sophie Bluenches. 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 What's going on? Here we go, yep. And here we are, let's see if one of these teams can finally get a bucket. Been scoreless for about three minutes here. As Fisher's bringing up the ball for Maris, guarded by Hyacinth. That's a screen by Bailey, wide uh -oh. open three-pointer for Shazer, and she does get the bucket, it's in. That is not epic. Not very epic right there. They're gonna count it as a two. All right, Deep mid-range right there, 34-29. Now Mobley bringing up the ball, kicking it to Schiffer, guarded by Crick. Schiffer jab step move into the screen by Toussaint. Back to Mobley. Toussaint gets the ball down low, double teamed immediately, kicks it to Bruinchez, and Bruinchez travels. Oh, It'll sorry. be Maris' ball. Well, yeah, she's doing that because she's getting fouled. Yeah, it looked like there was hands on the ball right there. Like, that should what? not be a travel. Like what? But either way, it's Whatever. Maris' ball. Fisher bringing up the ball. Less than four minutes left in this third. 34-29 game. Shazer handoff to Fisher. Fisher now driving in on Heisen. Tough layup is off. Rebound, Bruinchez. They're going to say she's fouled. She'll go to line for two. Oh, Late foul call. Amazing. Fisher from the line today. She is two for two. So pretty uh, reliable shooter at the line for the Red Foxes. See if she can deliver once more. So this is a jinx right here. First free throw is up. Beautiful jinx Let's by go. Ben Chenault. Thank you. You know, I take a lot of... Um, ben. Time into my craft of ben. jinx. Ben, thank you. Let's Let's see, second free throw. Fisher is very reliable. Does she follow Owen's law? She doesn't follow Owen's law. 0 for 2. Give me that, Hyacinth. Give me that. Get off me. Hyacinth fights that. for it, avoids the jump ball. It'll Give be me that Bronx ball. possession. 3.41 left here. 34.29. Bronx need to get a basket. Toussaint now top of the key. Kicks it to Hyacinth at the left wing. Hyacinth back to Schiffer. Schiffer. Working around the perimeter, kicks it to Bruinchez. Bruinchez back to Toussaint. Toussaint oh, now driving in. Tough layup is up and oh, good. Yeah, count it. Count that. Count the quarter in the face of Shazer and Bailey is Ruffy. good. Ruffy. She'll go to line Ruffy. to convert the and one. Ruffy, Ruffy, Ruffy. <laughs> what are you saying right now? What? Ruffy. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we like Rafaela Tucson. I mean, I that mean, aggressiveness right beast. there. Such a big bucket to end that cold streak for the Bronx offensively. She took that ball. She drove in with that driving foot. She floated that, John. She got fouled. As now to me. And fireball back in the game as Toussaint shoots the free throw. And Money. it's it. She converts to and one. Beautiful job. Point play, baby. All right, Bronx within two. Here we go. Here we go. Fisher with the ball, bringing it up. 321 here. Left in this third. Schiffer guarding Fisher. No. Shazer deep mid-range is Let's way off. Board. Mobley secures Mobley. the rebound. She's pushing 10 rebounds now. She's oh, got magnets on her hands. Now Mobley running fast right now. Give Tough layup is up. That. And good! Hey. Oh, they're going to no. say it's on the ground. No. I don't like basketball. Everyone is beside themselves in the alumni gym. I could have sworn she was in the motion of going up, but it'll be on the ground. <laughs> ben Chenault does not like basketball. <laughs> I don't like basketball. You heard it here first. <laughs> what? Mobley's gonna, she's gonna get this back though. Mobley took that personally. Let's see. Mobley's gonna take I this would. ball and she's gonna score. She's got this. Yeah, I think one of our actual strengths is our inbounding, to be fair. That is true. Absolutely. So here it is, Mobley inbounding. And she's gonna dish it to Jessica Schiffer near that left corner. Pitock guarding. Now it's Mobley with the ball guarded by Bonilla, kicks it down low to Toomey. Toomey trying to go to work on Bailey. Go to school. Now go to Toussaint school. with the ball, kicking it to Toomey. Mid-range mid mid by Toomey mid is off. 
Oh, boy. And that's going to be out on Cunningham. It should be. Yes, it is. Thank good you. call. Good Not call. Sure. Not sure why it took the ref a little while there. It was clearly deflected by number 25, Cunningham of Marist. She's remain. got trouble on the out-of-bounds calls. It's okay. <laughs> It'll remain Marist ball. Getting a lot of yelling from the Marist coach right now. Fireball oh, three oh, off the inbound oh, is way off. Goodness. She's 0 for 6 from 3. Fireball. What's going on? Fireball not on fire from 3. Now we see Cunningham <laughs> kicking it to Pidock near that left wing to St. Guarding. Now it's Bailey going to work on Toomey. Jab step move. Bailey driving in. Euro step is oh, good and right. 1. Yeah, we can't just keep spending those good looks that we're getting outside the arc there. If you're Michaela Fireball, you, you got to get those to land. You're wide open. You know, you take half a second more to just zone in on that rim right there. But, you know, we cannot let these shots yeah. go to waste. Got to start pump faking more. Free throw up by Bailey, and that is good. She converts to end one. It's now a five-point ball game oh. here. Oh, Schiffer. Now Mobley bringing up the ball. 2.35 left in this third, 37-32. Fireball with the ball, dishing it to Toussaint. Toussaint, oh, wide open lane, drives in. That. Easy bucket. Oh, yeah. Toussaint really showing out here late in the third quarter for the Bronx. Throw it off. 37-34, 2.20 left here in this third. Fisher bringing up the ball, guarded by Schiffer. Damn. Look at that. And now Fisher kicks it to Pidock. Right now we see Bonilla with the ball, guarded by Fireball. That's Bailey trying to go to work on Toomey. Real estate. Kicks it back to Pidock. Ten seconds on the shot clock. Pidock will reset and will dish it to Cunningham. Cunningham guarded by Mobley. Deep oh, mid-range jumper is way off. Rebound to me. Good job to me. That's a crucial rebound right there. Less than two minutes left here in this third. Mobley pushing the tempo a little bit right now. Yeah, Instead, we'll back down. up, do a little signature move, slow things down. Two safe uh -oh. three-pointer is uh -oh. up, and uh -oh. that one is off. Rebounded by Cunningham. Dang. Yeah, again, you know, on the rebounding end right now, offensively, I didn't really see much there in the paint. Again, those are going to be big rebounds. Great step up by Schiffer to prevent that three-pointer, but Pidock puts up a three, and it's good. Oh, my goodness. Right in the face of Rafi Toussaint. Dang it. That's a really good shot right there. Mobley, great pass to Schiffer right now. Schiffer pulls the mid-range, and that Ooh, one rims in. Nice there you go. Turnaround jumper by Jessica Schiffer. Beautiful. Acrobatic jumper right there. 117 left in this one. Ryder trailing by fourth, 40 to 36. Fisher bringing up the ball. Took a lot of bounces there on the rim, that ball did. But hey, a bucket's a bucket. A, bu Bonilla. a bucket's a bucket. Bonilla kicking it to Pidock. Now it's Bailey at the perimeter. Just holding on to it. A little bit of a weird position right there. Bonilla, deep three-pointer on Toussaint. Off. Way off. Didn't even hit the rim. And Toussaint gets the board. Long, let's go. Less than a minute left. Down four. Here we are. Fireball. Driving in right here. Tough layup is off. Rebounded by Cunningham. Oh. And now, definitely tough. You got 20 seconds, though, between the shot and game clock here. That's enough time to get a stop and one more possession for a last-second bucket here. Let's see if they can do it right here. Fisher taking her time right now. Guarded by Schiffer. Seen a lot of Fisher versus Schiffer action here in this one. I actually really do like that matchup, though. Great matchup. Bonilla with the ball. Now she's guarded by Schiffer. Bailey hand off to Fisher. And now Mobley steps up with six on the shot clock. 25 left in the third. Step back by Fisher. She hits the dish. And they're going to say Mobley fouls her. What a bad call. I'm sorry. Terrible call right there by the ref. Coach Milligan is beside herself. Fisher literally just tripped on herself. And they're going to call the foul on Mobley. And... Maris no. will get 20 seconds on the shot clock. Now only two seconds separate the shot and game clock. Terrible call. What? You can't hand that out when, when this is the situation of the game we're in. You just can't hand that call out. And now Bailey gets a layup and gets oh the bucket. Oh, my God. Count it oh and God. One. Bad calls 
We're, uh, Leads to buckets for the other team, 42-36 now with a chance to make it a seven-point game. Oh my yeah, if you're the referee, you, you don't make that call. Just because a player trips over themselves doesn't, doesn't mean, mean that there was contact exactly. from an opposing team's player. It's just a bad call. It's a weak and soft call, especially soft. at this stage of the game. Yeah, you absolutely. Got 30 seconds left in the third period here, and both teams are going at it. It's just, oh. Bailey trying to convert her second and one of this quarter, and she doesn't. It's miss. But yep. oh, Toussaint oh, gets the board. She comes down with it. Shot clock turned off now. Molly Lynch has had the ball a lot at the end of these quarters, and she does once again. 12 seconds this. on the shot clock. Let's hold this ball. Six-point ball game. Let's see what Molly Lynch does. Eight to go right now. Moby with the ball. Six. Screen by Toussaint. This is the fireball. Three seconds in the shot clock. Two. Got to get a shot up. Ryder does. Mobley has to get a shot up. Deep three-pointer is oh, off. It. It'll be 42-36. Heading into the fourth quarter of action here in Lawrenceville, New Jersey. Lawrenceville, New Jersey. Sorry, I'm very angry right now. On 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. Master Your Finances on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Certified Wealth Management and Investment Princeton. In a society that runs on money, you need to know and understand what's happening with yours. Certified Wealth Management and Investment will guide you on the path to financial well-being and show you how to make your money work for you. Kurt Baker, a certified financial planner professional, will work with you to establish a detailed goal-based plan that will accommodate your financial needs and exceed your financial expectations. Kurt will also help you navigate the often confusing world of retirement, Medicare, insurance, and more. CWMI is a registered investment advisory company focused on personal financial planning, as well as small business planning, estate planning, and several other fee-based and non-fee-based services. For more information on how to reach your financial peace of mind with certified wealth management and investment by phone, it's 609-716-4700 or online at cwmi.us. That's CWMI. US. Lawrence High School Football and Baseball on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Pork Chops Barbecue, 1560 North Olden Avenue, Ewing. Pork Chops provides the highest quality food with prices that won't break your piggy bank. Your wallet and stomach will thank you when you try their classic dishes reinterpreted to satisfy your modern taste. Pork Chops sweet or savory barbecue reinventions are guaranteed to satisfy all your cravings. Pork Chops Portuguese-style cuisine delivers all the flavors of Portugal without ever booking a flight to Europe. Wash it all down and quench your thirst with their brand new fruit or milk bubble tea. Go for the food and stay for Pork Chops' renowned customer service. Dine in and see for yourself why the Pork Chops barbecue experience is one of the most fun and delicious dining experiences in Mercer County. Takeout and delivery are also available. If you're a fan for barbecue, you're going to be fanatical over Pork Chops barbecue with three locations, Flemington, Middlesex, and in the Capitol Plaza, Ewing. When you listen to Bronx basketball this season on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, you score big. This is power forward Tony Romain. You can find WRRC2. My tuning as easy as I find my shot during the game. You're listening to Rocket Women's Basketball only on 1077 the Brown Retro WRRC2. The score is 42 to 36. The last period is among us. This, uh, our leading score for the Bronx is the 10 points from Michaela Fireball, despite shooting 0 for 6 from 3 and 4 for 14 from the field. I'm sorry, guys. I just still can't get over that call. I, I don't know what else <laughs> no, to say. That's a pretty messed up call. Yeah. I, I want to bring our attention here to the period-by-period period scoring right now. 
And as you can tell, the Bronx, five period, have been scoring more. Actually, one point more every time. 11, 12, and 13. But last period, the third period, was the first time we outscored Maris. So if we keep that momentum going into yep. the fourth, this is going to be a really good game for the Bronx. Absolutely. As Maris gets possession to start this final quarter, see Pidock with the ball, dishing it to Bonilla. Bonilla holds it. This is it to Shazer. Now Shazer back to Pidock. Maris taking their time right here. Cunningham with the ball, top of the key. Now it's quick, being guarded closely by Mobley. Loses control of it, regains it, but it's stolen yeah. by Schiffer. And now Mobley gets possession, and instead of forcing anything, will slow things down. Good Smart idea. move. Yeah. Sits near that half-court line, calling a nice little play for the Bronx. Toomey now with the ball. She's back in the game. Mobley dishing it to Heisen. Heisen to Schiffer. Schiffer working around that left wing, coming up to the top of the key. Kicks it to Toussaint. Now Toomey going to work. And that's sent back by Shazer, but she gets the rebound, and that shot is off by Toomey. Uh, so Toomey had about another half second there to just get that shot off the backboard. Just stood up a little bit too quick. Now Shazer trying to turn the favor to Toomey, and that shot is off. Great defense by Toomey. Rebound right, Schiffer. Here we go. Toomey returns the favor to her and blocks her. Really good job, Victoria Toomey. Now Mobley bringing things up. Addition to Toussaint. Toussaint holding the ball near the perimeter. Now it's for Toomey who now holds the ball perimeter. Back to Mobley, guarded by Bonilla. Screen by Toomey, and that ball, it's a kick ball on Maris. It'll remain Bronx ball. As we see, Kiara Fisher checking back into the game for Maris. Don't like to see that. She's one of those two players that had a great game against Iona on Thursday. A Schiffer inbounds to Mobley. 19 on the shot clock, 8.39 left in this one. Mobley going to work on Bonilla, screen by Toomey. This is the two saying down with oh, Toomey. Great move by Toomey. Oh, has Shazer lost? Good. Wow. Get her a map. Wow. Get her a map at the map store. Victoria Toomey spinning. Oh, putting the shot out. I'm liking this big versus big battle right here. Because now we see quick driving in, tough layup, and they're going to call a foul on that one. Oh, brother. This guy stinks. Rest not being shy with those whistles here in the second half. Yeah, without a doubt. And it's that same dude, too. I see him. I'm looking at you, buddy. I yeah, know you see him. That sly look <laughs> on his face, right, Owen? We same guy you. who called a foul on Amanda Mobley when that girl tripped over herself. Keep in mind. How dare she? Would make that how call. dare they call a foul on Mobley on her senior day? First free throw up and good by Crick. I mean, I, I, I'll never... Since I guess I'm not right next to the foul, I never will know, but I think we have a pretty good view from where we are to say that a lot of these calls just aren't lining up. Absolutely. Now it's yeah. a six-point ball game here, 8.15 left in this one. Mobley bringing up the ball. Bronx got to get something going offensively. Schiffer dishing it to Hyacinth. Hyacinth to Mobley. Mobley has the ball right wing, screened by Toussaint. Mobley working around the screen, and they're going to get, I believe that's Bonilla for a foul. It'll remain Bronx ball. Should this we guy. set the shot clock to 20? This guy's trigger happy on the whistle today. <laughs> now we see Fireball checking back into the game. For Hyacinth. Hyacinth will get a little bit of a breather. Milligan yelling execute at the team. Love to hear it. Mobley dishing it to Toomey. Toomey will hold it at the perimeter, dish it to Fireball. Now Fireball download to Toomey. Great pass. That layup is up and good. Nice. That play is just absolutely amazing. That little low post cut from Victoria Toomey there to get wide open. Nobody was on her. It's just an amazing bucket. Feed her down low. It's now Bonilla with the ball. Right wing. Kicks it to Shazer. Toomey guarding. Shazer and Toomey going back and forth at each other. Cunningham handoff to Crick. Crick now dribbling. 10 on the shot clock. 
Dribbling around Toussaint, dishing Good it down to Cunningham. That's an off-bounds pass, and they're going to say it was deflected by the Bronx. It'll remain Maris ball, but only seven seconds on the shot clock. Yeah, that defense is, is going crazy right now. Absolutely. 7.31 left in this game. 44-40. to 40. Bronx only trailing by four. And that's a wide-open Maris jump shot by Bonilla. She board. bricks it. Rebound by Fireball. All right, that's a lucky miss there by the Bronx. Can't allow that to happen again. They got to redeem that right here. Absolutely. Mobley bringing up the ball. Guarded by Bonilla, who just bricked that three-pointer. Fireball working around. Kicks it to Schiffer. Schiffer pass fake. Trying to go to work on Bonilla. Kicks it to Mobley. Mobley down low to Toussaint. Toussaint layup. Up and good. Count it. She flexes in the face of Cunningham, her second and one of the game. Send her the line. Forty-four, twenty-two, seven oh nine left in this one. Toussaint with the chance to make this just a one-point game. And Toussaint is undefeatable with that little over-the-shoulder pass right there, straight to the rim. An amazing shot. Here we go, Rafi. The throw is up, Splash. and it's good. You know it. Give her that. One-point game. Seven minutes left in the fourth quarter. Here we go. Fisher, bringing up the ball. Just crossing half court, guarded by Schiffer. Maris oh, needs no. a timeout. Talk about it. They need a timeout. Talk They'll talk it. about it. 44-43 brawl game. Bronx crawling back in this one. We'll be right back with more fourth quarter action. Exclusively on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. Ryder Basketball, the best damn sports report and other programming on 107.7 The Bronx and 107.7 The Bronx Retro is underwritten in part by B2 Bistro and Bar where fresh local meets casual cool. And when they say fresh local that meets casual cool, they aren't kidding. Step inside any of B2 Bistro's six locations to experience a five-star seasonal menu featuring a raw bar, shareables, handhelds, and large plates that are simply to die for. B2 Bistro's well-known from Bay Builder, North Brunswick, Red Bank to Point Pleasant Beach, and Tom's River to West Ready, PA for their wood-fired pizzas, award-winning burgers, fresh sushi, oysters, clams, plus craft beers and cocktails. Everything on B2 Bistro's menu hits the spot because it's the perfect spot for date nights, family night out, celebrations, events, and more. Outdoor seating is also available. See what really happens when fresh local meets casual cool at B2 Bistro and Bar, now with six locations, including Bayville. To learn more about B2 Bistro and to view their menus online, it's b2bistro.com. Programming on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten in part by Osteria Procaccini. Osteria's kitchen is based on authentic Italian tradition using the freshest, all-natural, organic ingredients available. You can find a plethora of delicious items on their menu like artisan pizzas, handmade pastas, salads, and specialty dishes, all made with quality and hand-selected ingredients. All of Osteria Procaccini's meals are prepared with passion for excellence that you will absolutely enjoy. And all of the food is fresh. No artificial preservatives or additives. Just good old-fashioned, traditionally prepared Italian cuisine made with so much love. Osteria has two locations in Pennington and Crosswicks. If you're looking to eat in tonight, Osteria Procaccini also delivers with DoorDash. Either way you decide to order off Osteria's menu, just get there. To learn more about Osteria Procaccini or to view their menu online, it's getforky.com. That's getforky.com. Listen to the Rider Bronx on your iOS device. This is Center Victoria Toomey. Go to the Apple App Store now to search and download WRRC2 to hear all home games and select road games on 1077 The Bronx Retro. You're listening to Rider Women's Basketball only on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. 
to my left, Jared Vito. To my right, Benchino. I'm Owen McCarron. We have one hell of a game here. 43-44, seven minutes left in the fourth period right now. A lot of intensity comes from the rider bench right now. Got an amazing three-point conversion play right there from Robert Hughes. Going to the line for one, getting the end one, and then sinking it as well. A lot of good stuff happening for the Bronx right now. It's good to see that Maris. I'd talk it over, baby. Yep, talk it over. Absolutely. Bronx down by one. With seven minutes and three seconds left. I'm really loving this physical play Ooh. by the Bronx right here. When you're going to play this team back to back, you know, assert your dominance. Let them know. That's right. You're not going to get any easy buckets here. Guys, I'm going to say something controversial. Uh oh. I may like the pet band. They are the no. loudest fans in the building right no. now. No. They're the loudest no. fans in the building. We need the noise. Owen oh, McCarron and I are no longer friends after that take. Yep, I'm now take Fisher my headset off. <laughs> is now Fisher bringing up the ball past <laughs> half court. We see Shazer kicking it to Cunningham. Mobley guarding. Cunningham to Crick. Someone just let out a weird yell here in the, That's the, the pet band, baby. Look at that energy. Now Fisher. No. Six seconds on the shot clock. Gotta get a shot up. Fisher working on two Saint. Little crossover move. Kicks it. Uh -oh. Two Bailey for three. Oh my god. Air ball. What? Dude, my hair just like got blue. Yeah, back. did you feel the breeze on that one, boys? Oh my goodness. I felt like I was down in like a windy area. And guess what, guys? Bronx have a chance to take their first lead of the second half on this possession. Mobley with the ball near half court. Motioning Schiffer over. Now Toomey with the ball to Toussaint. Toussaint pass fake to Mobley. Fireball. Oh, going to work. Kicks it to Toomey down low. Toomey going to work on Bailey. Mobley was Tough open. hook shot. Oh. Rims out. Rebound Shazer. Oh. And now Fisher with 6-12 left. And this one will bring up the ball guarded by Schiffer. You see Bailey with the ball guarded by Toomey. Holding on to it. Kicks it to Shazer. Shazer on Toussaint. Shazer kicks it to Fisher. Oh. Fisher has fireball jumping. Kicks it back to Shazer for no. a corner three. Good day, good day. Oh, no. A crowd silencing oh, three-pointer. Are they going to count it as a two? Okay, we'll take that. 46-43. We'll Down by three. Come on. Down by yeah. three with 547 left right here. Big shot by Shazer. you got to make sure you're not letting them get those wide-open looks right now. This is crunch time. Everything has to be perfect. Toomey with the ball right now. Hand off to Mobley. Mobley. Trying to get open, get something going. Schiffer now near the top of the key. Working through that Toomey screen to Toussaint. Eight on the shot clock now. Toomey, great backward yeah, cut by Schiffer. Reverse yeah, layup. Beautiful basketball. Oh, my God. That was disgusting. Back to a one-point game here in the Lumini Gymnasium. 46-45, 5.17 to go. Fisher kicks it to Crick. Toussaint guarding Crick. Crick slowing down a little bit. Crowd getting loud here in Lawrenceville. Bailey tries oh. to hand it off to Fisher, does get it off, and they're going to say yeah, she's yeah, do that. Bronx currently in the head of the Red Foxes with 5.03 to go, only trailing by one. Here we go. With another chance to get this lead. And now Mobley's pushing the tempo a little bit, running uh -oh. down quick. Uh-oh. Love to see this Did right here. Want? Tough layup. Oh, is put that back to me. Put that back. Up and yeah. good. They get the lead. 47-46. Oh, oh. How does that work? 4.50 left in this one. Bronx get their first Let's lead go. of the second half. Four minutes and 45 seconds. The Red Foxes are shaking up right now. We see Shazer with the ball at the perimeter. Shazer now driving in on Toussaint. Dishes it to Bailey. Bailey, tough pass, and they're going to say fireball fouled. Oh Quick goodness. on the cut. It'll be on the floor. All right, good. Oh, I'm sure she did it, but you know what? What we have. You know. The time, timeout called. Yeah, great timeout by Milligan right here. Yeah. Talk things over and try to maintain this lead. 47-46. Bronx get their first lead over the Red Fox in this second half. We'll be right back with more 
Ryder Women's Basketball exclusively on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. 1077 The Bronx Jersey Fresh segment is underwritten in part by the Trenton Farmers Market, operating since 1949, making it Mercer County's oldest and most beloved year-round indoor market. The Farmers Market is open all winter, every Thursday to Saturday from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Sundays, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Shop the market for fresh produce, mushrooms, fresh meats, poultry and cheeses, breads, and other baked goods, and even groceries and bulk dry goods. In or take home delicious barbecue ribs and smokehouse wings, chicken and pork favorites, sandwiches, and Polish delicacies, plus two of Mercer County's favorite vegan eateries. This year's winter pop-up has started and features a wide variety of artists, makers, and crafters with tables filled with jewelry, books, body care products, and a few other flea market finds. There are spaces still available. If you're interested in selling at the market, please email thetfm at gmail.com. We look forward forward to seeing you this winter at the Trenton Farmers Market, 960 Spruce Street in Lawrence. Open Thursday to Saturday from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Sundays 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. The Bronx Lunchbox and other programming on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Trattoria Procaccini, 354 Nassau Street, Princeton. Trattoria Procaccini does authentic Italian dining right, making use of their favorite family recipes from the old country. Using only fresh and organic ingredients, Trattoria shifts their specials to fit the season, utilizing the best crops from local merchants and growers. Enjoy Trattoria Procaccini for home-style cooking that tastes just like Nana's in your new home away from home. Get away from everyday stressors and enjoy a plate of your favorite soups, Salads, pasta, Italian specialties, fresh baked breads, and pizza. Walk in to enjoy Trattoria's Italian family dining experience or order in for pickup or delivery online at getforky.com under restaurants. Contact Trattoria Procaccini to cater any event and bring the taste of Italy to you and your friends, family, or colleagues. Dine in at Trattoria Procaccini Monday through Sunday from 4 to 9 p.m. Enjoy their family-style menu or rock solo with their table-for-one options. If you can't vacation in Italy, try this local taste of Italy, Trattoria Procaccini. When you listen to Bronx basketball on 1077 The Bronx Retro, you score big. This is guard Molly Lynch. You can find WRRC2 on my tuner as easy as I find my shot during the game. We're back with more Ryder Women's Basketball exclusively on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. Bronx have their first lead of the second half over the Red Foxes, 47-46. 4.36 left to go in this one. And dare I say this has been the best energy we've had in the gym all season. I mean... Yeah. Mount St. Mary's was kind of hyped with all the, the children, but oh, for the most what? part, yeah. you know, this, this, is a, this is a close second. Being, Let's see it. Yeah, being senior day and also Mac Turner right there, this is a very important yes. game. Oh, give Fishers. me that! And they're going to oh, say it's a kickball on Schiffer. Yeah, it sounds like no, Schiffer kicked it. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good you know, sometimes you just got to do that. Throw your leg out there. Yeah, for real. Play some soccer. See, still that Fisher-Schiffer action. Fisher inbounding again. Throws it to oh. Pidock, but Shazier intercepts that one, but Pidock now has the ball. 15 on the shot clock, 4.30 left in this one. Bailey guarded by Toomey. 10 seconds on the shot clock, handoff to Fisher. Schiffer Stay guarding. With her. Stay with Fisher, her. great defense, deflects nice. it. Four on the shot clock here. Fisher okay. has to get something up. Yep, Nothing yep. giving right here for this team, and that's going to be a jump ball. Bronx ball. Bronx ball. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, a lot of really good defense there. Jessica Schiffer, as you were Schiffer saying, Schiffer stayed with happening. her. She did a really good job staying with her, getting yep. a hand on that ball, moving it back. Mm -hmm. so that took a good two seconds off the clock right there. That'll put a lot of pressure on the team. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Moby now bringing up the ball, trying to extend this Bronx lead. 
Dishing it to Toomey. Toomey to Toussaint. Toussaint right now, top of the key to fireball, guarded by Crick. Down low to Toomey. Back to Schiffer. Three-pointer by Schiffer is up. And it's good! One-point oh, lead! Just oh, oh. as a Schiffer, baby! That was cold. Up by four. Maris trying to respond to the Bronx. Great run right here. You see Crick with the ball, guarded by Fireball. Dishing it to Bailey. Bailey guarded by Toomey. Less than four to go in this one. Fisher with the ball. Mobley stepping up. Fisher trying to get something going right here. Tough layup up by Fisher. Oh, Counted and one. Goodness. Beautiful finish. Mail giver that. That was pretty nice. This is the point in the game where, yes, you have a lead, but you can't get antsy. You, you got to give up a few of those little layups right there so you're yeah. not sending them to get this three-point conversion. You know, fouling is going to kill you, especially when you don't want to risk going in the bonus right now, depending on how fast you rack up those fouls. Let's see if she sinks this free throw to convert the N1. She does. 50-49 ball game. Ooh, it's a good one. Don't go anywhere. Schiffer dishing it to Mobley, who's right near that half-court line. 3.30 left in this one. One-point Bronx lead. Mobley to Toomey. Toomey to Toussaint. Back to Mobley. Guarded by Pitoff. Great pass to Toomey down on the paint. Count it! And one! And one! 52-49. She goes to the line to make this potentially a four-point game. Victoria Toomey, real estate. Right underneath the rim by Victoria Toomey. Yes! I don't know how many times I'm going to say it, but do not go in the paint if you're a defender on Victoria Toomey. And here's that beautiful left-handed jump Give shot. Give me that. Two-possession game. Two-possession game, four-point lead for the Bronx over the Red Foxes. 3.17 left in this one. Can the Bronx close it out? As right now we see Shazer with the ball. Dishing it to Crick. Back to Shazer. Shazer wide open mid-range is up, and it's good. Okay. Back to okay. two-point game with 3.05 to go. Mobley bringing up the ball, guarded by Pittock. Coach Milligan yelling on. Oh, Schiffer. Fireball to Schiffer. Schiffer guarded by Fisher. Working past that Toussaint screen, dishing it to Mobley. 15 on the shot clock, less than three minutes left in this one. Mobley to Toussaint. Toussaint down to Toomey, and she's fouled. Nice. On, on the, the ground. Floor. That's one thing I do want to say, and Jared, you caught it earlier on an inbound play. You heard Coach Milligan yell out to our team, guys, execute. And it's something that we've been saying a lot during coaches' shows, a mm -hmm. lot during post games, and you'll hear it a lot during the game. They are doing an amazing job right now holding this game down. Yeah, amazing execution. 53-51. Bronx inching closer to the bonus here. That'll be huge. 239 left in this one. Schiffer with the ball, top of the key, 12 on the shot clock. Schiffer dishing it to Fireball. Deep three by Fireball oh, is off. She's 0 for 7 now. And now like Fisher that. down low to Shazer. That's an easy bucket on the other end. Oh, Fouled by Toomey. Oh. So the layup does not go in, but she's going to the line for two. I now, thought Toomey had to chase down block. Hey, you know, I love Fireball, but bad shots lead to easy plays on the other I end. Mean, Can't have that happen. Fireball yeah. just got to not have the ball in her hand. Yeah, you know, the game. I'm a big Fireball fan, but at what point so do you I'm stop mine. shooting? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not pretty. Yeah. So let's see. Shazer with the chance. Yeah, Fireball's going to see if she can keep finding her lanes to the paint there and focus a lot of her attention down to the rim. Oh, my God. She missed. That's Shazer huge. blows the first free throw. It remains 53-51. Yeah. You know, Shazer, she's, she usually makes all of her shots. She never really misses both. And let's see. Dang she it. sinks that second one. It's now a one-point ball game once again. But Mobley on her horse right now, pushing the tempo. Schiffer wide open in the paint. Has Fisher jumping, oh, but the shot is off. Toomey gets the board, kicks it to Fireball. Fireball now trying to drive in. Will reset to Mobley on that right wing. 16 on the shot clock. Mobley dribbling around. Dishing it to Toussaint. Toussaint, little hesitation. 
and it's going to be a jump ball. It'll be Maris' possession. Oh, yeah. It's a great heads-up play by Kiara Fisher. It, you know, Toussaint saw the lane, thought she had it, but you're right, man. I mean, Fisher did a really good attempt, a really good play, closing off that lane and getting a good hold that ball right there. I do love that aggressiveness of Toussaint, though, not looking like they were getting many looks on that play. Yeah, that was a good defense, defense possession there by Marist. Not allowing the Browns to get anything. Absolutely. As Toomey will get a little bit of a rest right here. Going to small ball lineup. Toussaint, the tallest person on the court for the Bronx. Fisher, guarded by Hyacinth, who's now in the game as well. Shazer to Crick. Now Fisher with the ball. Mobley guarding. Toussaint switches onto her off the screen. Fisher very quick with the ball right now. Nine on the shot clock. Less than two minutes left in this one. And they're going to call that a foul on the Bronx. Milligan beside herself with that foul call. And now Marist is in the bonus. Shazer will go to the line for two. Cunningham checking in for Bailey. No. And Toomey waiting to get back into this one as well. And she'll come in for Hyacinth. So quick little rest for Toomey. Just get some water. Get back into the game. He needs you. There's just no way that that got called. Chance to take the lead for Marist. Shazer at the line for two. First one up, and good. Tie ball game, 53-53. Uh, there's just no way. Uh. Chance to take the lead for the Red Foxes. Shazer free throw up, and good. Red Foxes regain the lead, up by one. Mobley trying to get the Bronx this lead back. Going to work on Pittock. Pittock reaching in right now. Mobley doing a good job of protecting. Dishes it to Schiffer, guarded by Fisher. Schiffer running around the perimeter. Dishing it to Toussaint. Toussaint down low to Toomey. Toomey secures it. Not much given right there. It's stolen oh, by no. Cunningham. Bad pass. Bit of a rush right there by Victoria Toomey. I mean, she's a big girl. And she, she can have the time to hold on to that ball and look for a better opening than that. 120 left in this one. Fisher with the ball. Kicks it to Shazer. Not the two you want with the ball at the end of the game if you're the Bronx. Shazer guarded by Toomey now. Dishing it back to Fisher. Now Fisher letting that shot clock wind down. Six on the shot clock. 103 left in the game. Now Fisher on her horse. One right past Toomey. Sent back by Mobley. Get that out of here. Yes. Shot clock violation. Huge. What a monstrous block by Amanda Mobley. Has a big smile on her face, as she should. Wow. Get that out of here. Oh, my God. 59.57.9 seconds. Bronx down by one. Might have to stop the game and check on that rim because Mobley deflected off the rim at like at 100 miles an hour. Wow. <laughs> and now the ref's conferring a little bit right here, seeing what's going on. Owen's favorite ref talking to the coach of Marist. Uh, oh my. <laughs> Looking like it will remain Bronx ball. Great play by Mobley right there once again. Again, that's a really crucial defensive stop right yes there. if they don't get that this game becomes so much harder to finish just about 27 seconds separate shot Let's and go. game clock bronx down by one who's gonna make the play Toomey with the ball dishing it to Toussaint now to mobley now download it to me to me double teamed in the paint and it's a jump ball it'll remain bronx possession but to me catches crick with an elbow crick holding her nose looks like she's all right good to see that right there it'll remain bronx ball that's why you don't mess with Toomey. Absolutely. Can't blame Toomey on that one. It wasn't on purpose, but when you're being double-teamed, you just got to try to get through it. Yep. Yeah, you cannot throw two on Victoria Toomey. 
Toomey whispering something to Moby right now, who's inbounding the ball. See where that happens. Dishing it to Toomey. Toomey at the perimeter. 16 on the shot clock. Fireball now has the ball. To Mobley. Mobley working around the screen. Trying to get something going. Dishes it to Toomey. Toomey layup no. is off, but she's fouled. Yeah! Center of the line, baby! She'll go to line for two. Foul call on Chazir. She's Maris, like, what? Maris beside themselves right now. Uh-oh. Oh, these are huge shots from Victoria Toomey. And I believe, oh the, I believe the Maris coach was a little unhappy saying that Mobley <laughs> went up and down on that pass fake. This is huge. Huge free throws right here. First one up and yes. good. Tie ball game. Clutch Gene. Clutch Gene. 35 seconds left oh in this God. one. 30 seconds on the shot clock. Toomey has a chance to take the lead for the Bronx. Come on. Right here. Let's go. Free throw up. And good. she does. Cold-blooded Victoria Toomey. Maris needs a timeout. Oh, my God. This is crunch time, baby. Crunch time. We're not going anywhere. Basketball. We're staying right here for this one. Guys, ben loves basketball. I love basketball. It's a good day. <laughs> This is a very crucial timeout here for the Bronx. They need to come out and make a stop. If they make a stop and they want a foul, let them take the shot. But oh my God, how intense this game has gotten. I just want to ask though, which Brown will be the most valuable player of the game? Stay tuned to 1077 of the Brown Retro WRRC2 after the game to find out who is today's the Bronx MVP of the game. Here the Ryder Women's Basketball Post Game Show. 35.4 seconds left on the clock. Ryder up by one. Oh my gosh. So Let's, much going on right now. This is huge. Heading into the tournament. Once again, now the biggest defensive possession of the season before the tournament. Can a Ryder pull off the win before facing Marist on Tuesday? This is big. Let's find out. Ryder absolutely needs a stop here, and they, can, they have to limit the three ball 100% right now. There Five can be no fouls. Five seconds separate shot in game clock. We see Fisher with the ball. 31 left in this game. Fisher guarded by Schiffer. Now we see Quick with the ball. Kicking it to Cunningham. That's Pidock with the ball. Dishing down low to Shazer. Oh! Off ball pass stolen by Toussaint. Yes! And now Mobley will slow, slow down. things down. Slow it down. Shot, shot clock, clock turned off. They have to foul. And they yes. do. Yes, yes, yes. Rafaela Toussaint. A two big errors by Maris right there. Off bounce pass stolen by Toussaint. And then waiting almost 10 seconds to foul. 16 seconds left in this game. Humongous free throws for Amanda Mobley right here. Oh my goodness. Here's Mobley at the line for two. First free throw up. It's off. Tough miss. Come on. We need, we need at least one more. I won't tell you what Mobley just screamed. <laughs> Not very PG friendly. Can't blame her on that one. Yep. Second free throw up. And it's good. All right, we'll take that. We'll Two-point ball game. Maris needs to talk about it again. Oh, Once again, we're staying here. We're not going anywhere. We're going nowhere. Going nowhere. 16.7 left in this game. Bronx winning by two now. <sighs> A lot going on here, fellas. Yeah, guys, I just want to say, you know, this being the last regular season game, I think we should take a moment to reflect on the season that we've had so far. Me and Ben being first-year broadcasters. Jared being, uh, you know, taking us under your wing. This team has been very fun to call it has. this entire season. Yeah, we've had our ups and downs. It, it may not have been our best season, but it is just a... We've had a lot of fun, though. It is Absolutely. a fun team to watch play, and when they come out and they play like this, it is a really amazing experience. Absolutely, fellas. It has been a pleasure broadcasting with you here. Wouldn't want to do it with anyone else. Yeah, and as we get ready for Mac play... Please, it's here to my eye. And as we get ready for Mac play, it is amazing to see the aggressiveness and heart that this team is putting into this game right now. I would not want to call it with anybody else. And here we are, 
16 seconds left. Biggest 16 seconds of the season. Yes. Against Marist, who they'll be playing on Tuesday in the MAC tournament. Can they get a stop to win this game? Pidock inbounding at Fisher with the ball. 15 seconds on the shot clock. Come on. Schiffer guarding Fisher closely. Pidock with the ball now. Mobley guarding. Pidock back to Cunningham. Eight seconds on the shot clock. We see Fisher with the ball guarded by Fireball. Five on the shot clock. They got to get a shot up. Fisher layup is up, and it's good. Ties the game with 2.4 left. Bronx need a timeout. Oh, my God. I don't like this. A humongous shot by Kiara Fisher. Yeah. Squares this one up at 56-56 with 2.4 to go. I would have put Hyacinth in, to be honest with you. Fireball's just not been on today. That is a big shot make right there for Fisher. Boys, what better way to end the season with a game winner? Can oh we get it? 2.4 left. so storybook. We need this. Oh, my God. Wonder who the ball's going to in the final 2.4 of this game. A lot this of options. Is, this is intense. Jessica Schiffer. This is not what you would expect to see right now. I mean, that is just tough. But, I mean, the Bronx did everything in the power there on defense. Fisher is just quick. You know, she got right around the Caleb Fireball. You don't want to risk sending her to the line. And honestly, again, props to them for not fouling. I think that's the best thing that they could have done right there. It's just a shame that she couldn't get in front of her a little bit more. You know, she could test that layup a little bit better. But I understand the risk factor, so. Yeah. And here we are. 2.4 left in this one. All tied up at 56. Both teams coming out of their huddle. 2.4 seconds is plenty of time. Don't rush anything. No need to rush. Let's see, can the Bronx pull this one off at the buzzer? We'll find out right now. <laughs> who's inbounding? Let's see, looking like Mobley's inbounding. Owen upset at the ref who's blocking his view. Thank God ref he steps moved. away. Thank God he moved. Mobley oh. inbounding right in front of Greg Delomo, president of Ryder. He better not come back. Oh, he's backing up. And Maris wants to discuss things now. I don't get why they did that. They just had to time out, but okay. I think they wanted to see what Ryder came out in, in that inbound set. And apparently he saw something that he wanted to discuss, I guess. Interesting timeout. Maybe a little mind games going on right there. Maybe. It's like icing the kicker in football. Exactly. <laughs> hey, I expect a lot of mind games considering we're going to be playing them on Tuesday, so. Yeah. And this is a very big game leading into that Tuesday game. Remember yep. what I said, guys? To go 3-0 against a team like this would be amazing. But at the same time, you beat them twice, they know a lot, right? You got to come out and you got to come out with something new. So the mind games, Jared, the mind games may have to be there for Tuesday's game. Absolutely. This is just intense. This is electric. As you see, AJ Bronk dancing. Dancing around right now. Everyone on their toes right now in the alumni gymnasium. Bronx and Maris fans, what a game. An absolutely classic game right here. And here we are, the final two seconds of this one. Maris now taking the court, Bronx still talking with Milligan. It's time. Once again, Mobley. Oh, let's see what happens here. Inbounding the ball. This is where legends are made. Let's see if it works here. Oh Mobley inbounding. God. She has the ball right now holding it. And she's gonna dish it to Fireball. Fireball has the ball. Gets up a shot floater! No! Just rims out! We're going to overtime here in the Lone Eye Gymnasium. 56-56. We'll be right back with more overtime action exclusively on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRC2. Take a deep 
dive into what's happening inside and outside the Brodsky Business Classroom and go off the clock with Dean Gene Kutcher. Join us on 1077 The Bronx every Saturday and Tuesday at 9 a.m. with the Dean of the Norm Brodsky College of Business to dip your feet into candid and meaningful conversations with writer business students, faculty, and alumni that are dedicated to topics related to the world of business. Cannonball for the best practices for career development, a look through the entrepreneurial mindset, growing your network while you're in college, and more. Here's one more splash of excitement. At the end of every episode, one lucky business student following Rider Business on Instagram has a chance to win during Off the Clock's game segment that will leave you at the tip of the diving board. Miss the show? Not a problem. Schedule time on your calendar to listen to the Off the Clock podcast on your favorite podcasting platform or visit our website 1077thebronc.com slash off the clock. Programming on 1077 The Bronx and 1077 The Bronx Retro is underwritten in part by Pure Green in the Mercer Mall, Lawrenceville. Are you in the mood for refreshing drinks that are not only delicious but healthy as well? Or what about an acai, pitaya, or oatmeal bowls if you're hungry? Then Pure Green should be your next stop for made-to-order smoothies and bowls, cold-pressed juice, and more. Pure Green uses performance-enhancing superfood-based ingredients sourced from all over the globe that not only taste amazing but are super healthy and loaded with essential vitamins. Relax in their comfy seating area or order to go online by simply clicking their order now button on their website, puregreennj.com. That's puregreennj.com. Or deliver from DoorDash, Uber Eats, and Grubhub right to campus. Pure Green also offers catering options perfect for your next on-campus event or meeting. So the next time that you're looking to quench your thirst with food and drinks, that not only your taste buds, but your body will love too. Enjoy Pure Green, Princeton, located in the Mercer Mall, Lawrenceville, or enjoy their new location in Newtown, PA. When you listen to Bronx basketball on 1077 The Bronx Retro, you score big. This is guard Molly Lynch. You can find WRRC2 on my tuner as easy as I find my shot during the game. You're listening to some free Rider women's basketball only on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. The score is knotted up at 56. we got a five-minute overtime period. Oh, oh, just a nice look from Fireball. She had the open shot, floated it, just bounced off the back iron. Just on off. I know Fireball oh. wants that one back. Because now we got the tip off for overtime. Dang, dang, dang. dang. And Toomey knocks it, but Shazer comes down with it, but Mobley recovers. So Ryder will have the ball first. Fireball trying to get something going quick right here. That layup is off. No foul called. It's It'll not be- a bad look for Michaela Fireball right there. She's just got to take a better shot. Yeah, I believe she's four for 17 now on the day. Yeah. Cunningham oh, at the top God. of the key, dishing to Shazer. Now we see Crick with the ball. Crick working on Fireball. Pick up by Toomey. Now we see Fisher with that clutch shot to tie it up at the end of regulation. Guarded by Mobley with seven on the shot clock. Fisher going to work right here. Yeah. Sent back by two Saints. For the rebound. But Maris gets the, the rebound. rebound. And now Toomey comes out with it finally after two Maris rebounds. Oh, my God. Two blocks. That is really good work right there on the, on the defensive end. Like, they're getting that rebound. Let's go. Insanity occurring right now in Lawrenceville. Mobley with the ball. Dishing it to Fireball. Fireball guarded by Crick. Now it's two Saints. We had that clutch block. Toomey going to work on Bailey. Hook shot by Toomey oh. is off. Rebound oh. Cunningham. Come on. And now Fisher will slow things down. Less than four in this overtime period. Cunningham, right wing, guarded by Mobley. Cunningham, dishing to Bailey. Now Bailey back to Fisher, shot clock nearing 10. Now it's exactly at 10. Shazer going to work on Toussaint. Tough shot is up and good. Come on. Shazer with a clutch shot. 
as Moby's pass is deflected by Bailey. Tried to get it close to Schiffer. It'll remain Bronx ball. The Bronx have got to come out firing this. Yep. Got to get a good shot here. Tie this game up before they add on. Toomey now gets it. Off the inbound. 3.30 left in this one. Hand off to Mobley. Mobley dribbling around. Kicks it to Fireball. Fireball three-pointer up. And yeah. that one finally falls! Let's go! The best she may have time. struggled all game, but it hits it when it counts. The best 59-40, excuse me, 59-58 game, 3-12 left. The best possible shot, or the best possible make you can make the whole game is in overtime. Fisher guarded by lead. Schiffer. Grab the Layup rebound. is off, Nuts. rebound to Saint. Let's go. Now Mobley on our horse, pushing the tempo a little bit. He's going to stop and pop for mid-range. No. That shot is off, that rebound is. Bailey. Ah. Maris now has possession again with 2.50 to go in this first overtime period. Bronx leading by one. Fisher slowing things down for the Red Foxes. Now we see Shazer with the ball guarded by Toussaint. Bailey with the ball, Toomey guarding. Off balance pass. That's off. Oh. Quick recover, seven on the shot clock. Cunningham mid-range jumper is up. It's off. Shazer fighting for the board. the board. Can't come down with it, but they say it remains Maris possession. Oh. Two minutes and 28 seconds left. Time's flying here in overtime. 59-58, Bronx currently with the lead. They cannot let anybody get open on the baseline right under the rim right here. And they're gonna say shot clock will reset to 20 for Maris right here as Fisher inbounds. Whoa. Fisher inbounding to a wide open wide pit for three. Shot is way off. Toomey can't get Come the board, on. Bailey gets it. Gotta grab the rebound. Another 20 on the shot clock for Marist. Just as reset. Fisher will reset with Schiffer guarding. Once again, that Schiffer-Fisher matchup. Fisher kicks it to Bailey. Six on the shot clock, back to Fisher. Fisher has to get a shot up. She blows past, Sh shot up by Fisher. It's off, rebound, fireball. What a great rebound fireball by Fireball. comes down with it and gets past half court. She's now going to her sub on the lip. It's up, yeah. right good, and one! Michaela oh, Fireball! Let's go! The biggest oh, shot of the season! God. 61-58, chance to make it a four-point game! What a play by Fireball. Goes right in the middle of two Red Foxes, puts it up, and has the chance for a three-point play to put the Bronx up by four with a minute 57. Free make this, make that by shot. Fireball yeah. counted! 62-58 game! 154 left, Fisher bringing up the ball. Fisher guarded by Schiffer. Now we see Shazer with the ball. Shazer, hand off to Crick, fireball guarding. Crick trying to go to work, kicks to Shazer. Shazer, and they're gonna say she's fouled, that should stay on the ground, it will. But, since it is overtime, it'll be two free throws, unfortunately. I hate the bonus. Can't stand oh, that. Actually, yeah. So Shazer to the line for two with 140 left, four point rider lead, 62-58. First free throw up by Shazer. It's in. Three-point game. <clears throat> Second free throw to make it a two-point game. Saria Shazer. Shot is up. It is now a two-point game here in the Lumini Gym. 139 left here. Bronx winning by two. Mobley bringing up the ball across the half court. Mobley now dishing it to Toomey. Toomey, guarded by Bailey. Now Toussaint, guarded by Shazer. That's fireball. 
with the ball, dishing it down low to Toomey. Toomey going to work on Bailey. Hook shot is up and he got yeah, it. Let's go. Oh. Give it real estate, Ben. Back to a four-point game. Two twenty left here. Fisher bringing up the ball now, trying to respond. One fifteen left in this one. That's a deep three by Creek. No it's off rebound, Toomey. He's got. And Toomey kicks it to Mobley, and now Mobley. Oh my goodness. Will try to kill some time here, getting past half court, kicking it to Fireball. What a game for Toomey. They don't have to rush. They've got. A two-possession lead right here. Less than a minute to go. 16 on the shot clock. This is huge if we get a bucket here. Now Mobley moving around right here. 11 on the shot clock. Schiffer has the ball. Schiffer going to work on Pidock. Screened by Toussaint. Trying to dish it down low. That's Mobley with the ball. Mobley, pass fake. This is the Toussaint. Oh, That's a foul. And she's fouled. She'll go to the line for two. Yes. Chaser. Let's go. 42 He's seconds left in this one. here in the late stages. He's given up some crucial fouls. With only a few seconds left on that shot clock, that offense right there was executed perfectly. perfectly. Really Drain good that job clock. And finding an amazing look. Mm -hmm. And now we see two Saints in the line for two. These are huge. First one up. Splash. Let's go. Did you ever have a doubt? First one good. Five-point game. Wow. 42 left in this one. Two Saints. Second shot up. Jim goes quiet. It's up. Splash! 60, 6, 60. Now remember, if you're LeBronx here, it is crucial that you don't do foul. not foul at yep. all. Do don't not stop foul. that clock. We 12 seconds. Separate the shot and game clock. Fisher 3, good! Cashes it. Make right. it a three-point ball game. Okay, here we go. Five seconds. Separate the shot and game clock. Mobley with the ball. Three-point Bronx lead. Fireball will hold it. 24 left in this one. Kicking it to Schiffer. 16 on the shot clock, Schiffer to Mobley. Now Mobley has the ball, working around a Toussaint screen, kicking it to Toussaint, no. the pain, the ball stolen, stolen by Quick. Quick is on her horse right now, 13 left in the game, they shot clock turns off, kicking three. it to Fisher. They Fisher to Quick, for three, it's oh off, air ball, Pinnock rebound, gets the board, four on the shot clock, they they've got to get a three-pointer up, three. Fisher three-pointer is up, and it's Way. off, the Browns win, the Browns win, the Lomanai Gymnasium goes crazy, a three-point victory against Maris. Let's go! Wow! Oh my God! 66-63 oh, yes. for the regular season finale. Oh my Amazing God! Amazing performance for the Bronx right there. <laughs> Executed perfectly up until the last second. Wow! What Amazing a game. defensive work. Amazing offensive work. What a way to end that game and go to that tournament. That is one out of the huge heading into the tournament. Today. Oh my God! What amazing play by your rider Bronx. We'll be right back with more post-game action, exclusively on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. Rider basketball, the best damn sports report, and other programming on 107.7 The Bronx and 107.7 The Bronx Retro is underwritten in part by B2B Strong Bar, where fresh local meets casual cool. And when they say fresh local that meets casual cool. They aren't kidding. Step inside any of B2 Bistro's six locations to experience a five-star seasonal menu featuring a raw bar, shareables, handhelds, and large plates that are simply to die for. B2 Bistro's well-known from Bay Builder, North Brunswick, Red Bank to Point Pleasant Beach, and Tom's River to West Ready, PA for their wood-fired pizzas, award-winning burgers, fresh sushi, oysters, clams, plus craft beers and cocktails. Everything on B2 Bistro's menu hits the spot because it's the perfect spot for date nights, family night out, celebrations, events, and more. Outdoor seating is also available. See what really happens when fresh local meets casual cool at B2 Bistro Bar, now with six locations, including Bayville. 
To learn more about B2 Bistro and to view their menus online, it's b2bistro.com. Programming on 1077 The Bronx and 1077 The Bronx Retro is underwritten in part by Pure Green in the Mercer Mall, Lawrenceville. Are you in the mood for refreshing drinks that are not only delicious but healthy as well? Or what about an acai, pitaya, or oatmeal bowls if you're hungry? Then Pure Green should be your next stop for made-to-order smoothies and bowls, cold-pressed juice, and more. Pure Green uses performance-enhancing superfood-based ingredients sourced from all over the globe that not only taste amazing but are super healthy and loaded with essential vitamins. Relax in their comfy seating area or order to go online by simply clicking their order now button on their website, puregreennj.com. That's puregreennj.com. Or deliver from DoorDash, Uber Eats, and Grubhub right to campus. Pure Green also offers catering options perfect for your next on-campus event or meeting. So the next time that you're looking to quench your thirst with food and drinks, that not only your taste buds, but your body will love too. Enjoy Pure Green, Princeton, located in the Mercer Mall, Lawrenceville, or enjoy their new location in Newtown, PA. The final buzzer has sounded. Regardless of the outcome, who was the Bronx player of the game and what happened out on the hardwood? We're about to find out on the Ryder Women's Basketball Postgame Show as we throw things back to Owen McCarron, Ben Chennault, and Jared Brito to debrief tonight's action exclusively on 1077 The Bronx Retro. Back with more Ryder Women's Basketball exclusively on 1077 The Bronx Retro WRRC2 as my heartbeat begins to settle down just a little bit. Oh, mine's still bumping right now. <laughs> oh, we're gonna still dis- bumping right now. We're going to discuss a, a few things. Game. We're going to discuss a few things before Coach Milligan joins us. Could oh you have asked God. for a better regular season finale than that? I mean, that just poetic, Storybook. Really. Yeah, truly. Storybook I mean, ending to this game, season. I, it cannot stress how important that game is leading into this MAC tournament. And actually, as Coach Milligan makes her way over here right now, we're going to get into a couple questions here. I mean, that, that game was stellar. I, she has nothing but to be proud of in this team right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. Really excited stuff. And Coach Milligan, oh, she's with us man. now. I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. Really good game for right. starters. Amazing. So right fun, now. right? So fun. Yes. Okay. So, after the conclusion of this game, can you just walk yes. us through what you talked about before half, uh, before overtime? Like just um, the game plan. I told, I mean, we came into the huddle and I said, "Great freaking job!" I mean, great execution. <laughs> yes. We got, you know, we got Michaela a great look in the paint, and mm-hmm. you know, just didn't drop for yes. whatever reason. That's fine, but you know, she comes back with a huge three-point play um, to get her thousand point on that three-point play, which awesome. was huge. Um, you know, she's the type of kid that's going to come right back, and she wants the ball in her hand in big moments. Um, you know, I, I thought our second half. Um, was really strong. You know, mm-hmm. we, ha- we had that little hiccup in the second quarter again, um, but I thought our response today was what it needed to be. Um, you know, I'm just really proud of her effort. You know, y- you want to win on senior day every year. You want to win on mm-hmm. your home floor. You've certainly had some tough losses on this floor this year, so to-, to finish the season with a home win is special. Yes. Yeah, definitely. And we're going to look beyond the arc a little bit. Not yeah. the best three-point shooting performance, nope. but you know, managing to still score that many and, yeah. you know, from inside the paint, from the mid-range, what does this say about the team's performance overall? Yeah, I mean, I, I think we can recognize each other's strengths, you know, and if the three's not dropping, I thought the second half we did a really good job pounding the ball in Victoria. Um, you know, Rafi got some great looks, a couple big three-point plays by her as well. Um, so I thought our big stepped up a lot when, you know, some of our shooters just weren't making some shots, you know, so we're going to have to work on that for Tuesday. Coach Milligan, perhaps the biggest win of the season coming at the perfect time, regular season finale. Yeah. With such a big performance like this, how big yeah. is this heading into the MAC tournament? Well, it's big because we turn around and play the exact same team. Exactly. So um, we'll obviously learn um, from how we played this game, the looks they gave us, the looks we anticipate them taking away, what we can take away from them. I mean, obviously, Shazar had a big night. We've got to do a much better job on her. Um, you know, and, and it's 
it's it allows us um, to focus on ourselves for the next couple days being able to play the same opponent so we're going to focus on us and we're going to go down there um you know like i just said earlier it's it doesn't matter if there's a 10 next door name or a one next door name you mm -hmm. got to show up and play and it's survive in advance it's march madness and, and we're going to go down there and do what we do absolutely congratulations thanks, coach milligan on such a I huge victory it. thanks guys no problem thank you, thank you for coming all right fellas wow Ooh. what a win what a great talk with coach milligan yeah. but now i know you're gonna get excited ben nitty-gritty 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 Bronk, MVP of the game. Who are you guys going with? Ben, you want to talk? You want to take it away first? I think you got a lot to say. Um, you know, I can't really find the final stat sheet, so I have one. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> right, here. Well, I'll go. Okay, uh, yeah, you go first. Right away, Raphael <laughs> at Tucson. I mean, four from eight from the field goal, no threes today, but she did a lot of really good work in the paint today. I mean, look at the free throw she had, four from four on the day, rebounding in total, seven rebounds from Raphael Tucson today, mm -hmm. and. She is just one of those players that excels all around the court, all into the court. You saw her on defense today doing a really good job of defending her man, stopping some of the plays over there. And offense, you see her using her size, speed, and strength to her advantage to run into the paint, take really good shots. Right? She is one of those players that we talk about a lot, has been on the come up. And it, she's been doing a really good job of keeping this team in a lot of really close games. And I think as the game got closer there at the end, Raffaella Tucson really made a name for herself and really let, yes. uh, made her presence known. Uh, yeah, I, I also love the, the Toomey love, uh, the Tucson love. Um, I'm going to give it to Toomey. Uh, 8 for 16, 50% from the field, 3 for 3 from the free throw line. Those fought, like those the, the concluding moments of regulation when she hit both of these free throws were absolutely massive. 19 points, 2 assists, 8 rebounds. She had a block, she had a steal, turned the ball over three times, but she's a center. What are you going to do? Uh, this is just <laughs> huge. This is huge for the Bronx. Huge stuff from Toomey heading into the tournament. Uh, we just talked about in the pregame. We need stuff from our bigger guys or bigger girls after the conclusion of that Manhattan game where they didn't necessarily show up or have their best game. So this is huge to see them bounce back as big as they did. Yeah. Absolutely. And for my Bronco VP of the game, I'm going to give it to Michaela Fireball. You know, yes. struggled all games, didn't mm. see a lot of shots go in, you know, saw that final potential game winner at the end of regulation miss. But hungry. still, that resiliency that she shows, shows how incredible of a player she is. Hits that big three in overtime Huge to help theory. get us that victory. Mm -hmm. Just an amazing effort by Michaela Fireball and all the rest of the Bronx in this one. Yeah, Once again, your final score is 66-63 in this regular season finale here in the Alumni Gymnasium. But we're not done yet. We're not done. Make sure you tune in on Tuesday to hear the start of MAC tournament play against, guess who? Marist. Uh-oh. Marist once again. Salty. We'll be back on Tuesday exclusively on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. This concludes tonight's broadcast. Thanks for tuning in to our coverage of Ryder Women's Basketball, only on 1077 The Bronx Retro. For a full list of broadcast schedules, head on over to our website, 1077thebronc.com slash Basketball. Missed a broadcast? Don't you worry. You can listen to tonight's call and previous games on Amazon Music, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Spotify by searching up Ryder Women's Basketball. Ryder Women's Basketball Basketball has been a presentation of 1077 LeBronc Retro and B2 Bistro and Bar with locations in Bayville, North Brunswick, Point Pleasant, Red Bank, and Toms River, New Jersey, and in West Reading, Pennsylvania. Let's pivot back to the classic hits of the 50s through the 90s, live from Ryder University's Radio World Magazine featured spectacular radio studios now.